Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Knights Errant Podcast, talking warfare in the 31st millennium. I'm Pete, and tonight I am joined once again by the Nocturnian Prince himself, Matt. Say hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. He's uh, actually building world eaters at the moment, so... uh, (laughs) That was a shit epitaph I gave him there. Uh, <laughs> I'm also joined by Gaz, the the Brummy boxer. I don't know that BB that works. Brummy boxer. Yeah, I'm definitely not a boxer. No, I definitely get my ass kicked. So, so say hello, Gaz, properly. Oh, all right. Just all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's uh, what Brummy say. The Swedish dreamboat himself, Carl Kinghorn, what from all the way everyone? over in America. Say Living that again. Dream. Yeah, living a dream. Uh, we've got the midget, Rick. Hello. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can say. Uh, <laughs> and luckily, we are joined uh, on this podcast by princes of um, the Horus Heresy, uh, our Antipodean friends, uh, the Penal Legion themselves, the Eye of Horus podcast, uh, Tim and Michael. Good evening, everybody. Hey, Michael. There he is. Tim, you on? Hello. Yep. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So you they're really the, the same person. We... Yeah, you have to do the thing how we have to change my voice. Yeah, that's... That... Sorry, I didn't need to do that thing. But... Yeah, we just... Yeah, we just had to decide which voice to use first. <coughs> Lull you in. Get you hypnotized, Pete. Hypnotize you. Please. It's worked. It's worked. <laughs> that's all I could say. So... A real international show spanning the Anglosphere at the moment. What we need to do in the future is get some Swedes on. Proper Swedes, not fake Swedes like Kyle. Uh, hey, my grandmother's Swedish. She's real. I'm a yeah. border. Yeah, understood. But I'm talking need proper like a, Swedes. Need like a Canadian on and, uh, you know, like maybe a... There's no South African... So um, we apparently have a Colombian okay. listener. To a oh really? So, oh, wow! That'd be amazing if we could get them on, whoever they are. So Big if you're, shout out. yeah, if you're our Colombian listener, whoop whoop. I think wasn't we're more amazed like... we've got a listener. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't back in the day there was a big South American fantasy underground? I mean, like, I've got Games many Workshop. South American fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it just getting a, a Warhammer fantasy? <laughs> Yeah, South American was. fantasy is uh, getting a Brazilian. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. Quite, that's crazy. Maybe there were like secret, like, uh, you know, like Pinochet rebel heresy players getting like UK packages or something like that. Could be, could, could be some Nazis that escaped from the old world <laughs> and then got kicked out of Argentina. So um, oh, I saw yeah. a good show about that the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Nazis? Or? Yeah, Nazis in Patagonia. <laughs> they speak yeah. Welsh there, don't they? That's the that's little Wales. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like yeah, yeah, absolutely mental. So yeah, we're really honoured to have you guys on the show, uh, Michael and Tim. You you are stalwarts of the horror heresy hobby across all the the different scales of gaming. So really pleased to have you on, and, and thank you very much. I mean, we have what our mums that listen to us, plus someone in South America. Um, whereas you have something like uh, the world listening to you guys when it comes to this hobby. So uh, whatever you'll say, I'm sure is going to be golden, um, especially we've if you're we, Rick. We've just got a lot of moms. We've got more moms than you would think two dudes would have. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. 
this special yeah. system um, we have in Australia. Well, also, you had to have us on after I spent all that fucking time recording a special episode for Gaz about Necromunda. Um, so, have you listened to that yet, Gaz? Yeah, I, I liked how you uh, straight away made me buy more models as well. <laughs> yeah. Are you going so, double maiden? Double yeah. maiden? I like yes. the uh, the one where she's got two power swords. Well, power swords and a uh, splinter sword, is it? Or two swords, yeah, anyway. Toxic, to- tox- oh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, tox- uh, stiletto sword. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I quite liked that one, so I'm, she's definitely <laughs> going my list. But obviously, there's been new releases today, so I'll be buying some oh, of them. Then Pokemon. Oh, we got that. We're, we're a day behind, so we haven't got those yet over here. Uh, yeah, but what's happened? We're a day ahead, but you know how time it's the, works. Uh, it's the fear cat things. Oh, oh the big cats! Are so you guys right fans now. of them? They look kind of like it's Pokemons. round two for that model too. And they, I don't know. Do you think they look good? You like them? Mm. It's got I a strange so. head. I, yeah, I just think with the different yeah, head, they look better. Yeah, you can say something better. negative. You, it's alright, buddy. You can say something negative. I think sometimes with uh, Forge World, it's how they paint models as well. Sometimes their paint jobs, are, it makes it ruins the model more than it benefits it. I think if you saw them unpainted, sometimes I think that would help the look. They've got a lot of unique and interesting textures on them, so I'm interested to see what other people do with them. Yeah. <laughs> they come off the Genosian uh, arena, don't they? they uh, yeah. That- they're based off something from Dark Heresy, um, the Fear Cat. It's from like this Death World, um, and it's just like a huge fucking powerful Xenos cat, like Mega Tiger, basically. It doesn't, um, it doesn't so show you the really size of them either. Uh, it's on a thirty-two. Yeah, it, it's not very big. It's on a thirty-two mil base. I thought they'd be bigger, but mm. I mean, it's only a Strength Three, Toughness Three cat. It's not like a. It's not Tiger. Like it should be bigger. I think it should be bigger. Because in Dark Heresy, it's like a like a fucking psycho cat. Like you don't like, you know, like a ma- marine would have to like like a marine would never just kill it with a bolt gun. It would be on them before they could, and they would have to like drop their bolt gun and strangle it um, to kill it, or grab it by its tail and like whip it against a tree or something to kill it. Kind of like like a marine. Kind of like the Thunder you. Warrior things of Venus or whatever. You know them uh, space marines on the back. Oh, well, they're cool. That's a good thing. Why would you do that, Gaz? Why would you bring up those dark <laughs> memories? At least you didn't mention like... the Wolfen with the fucking jean shorts power armor. <laughs> oh, God. What the never fuck? Knew. Never knew. Okay, well. I think it went. <laughs> yeah, never knew. Yeah. I love, I love how someone in. GW must absolutely hate Space Wolves so much he, when the heresy's coming out he says let's put upside down bolters on them <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever happened with that was that banana like fur, it, banana fur. It, it was clearly an accident right and then they tried to cover for it by going oh are they was meant it? to be like that yeah, yeah, that's how we meant to do it I think they've Is always that... stood by the that's meant to be that way yeah, yeah. put a front side post on the bottom of the weapon works really well yeah. yeah, see. I just uh, don't. You don't yeah. understand how he got through all the processes. There's someone in there. Hang on a minute. Something yeah. about this bolter doesn't look quite right. Yeah. And for somebody yeah, I think like to accept that. What the fuck? Well, if they don't just drive home that's meant to be like that, what do they have to refund everyone who's bought those? Yeah. Like, 
Or was it before they even released it? It was before it they was released before it. Before it was released. Oh, as soon as yeah. they the and but then they still released it. Made, I bet they'd already made the models. Yeah, they sh- oh, they snap. showed them at uh, the weekend, I believe. And everyone at the weekend, the first thing they said was, yeah, "Why is the bolted upside down?" <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just when it came up on the website. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh well. Jeez. Yeah. That, I'm just glad none of us do space balls. Yeah. We all have somewhat of taste. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Controversial opinion, but I don't think I'd ever. I don't think I'd use any of those models. Like those. Those Legion specific ones for the Space Wolves, like they, uh, mm. I want my Space Wolves to just be like Mark Three dudes. Like fucking, I don't even want them to have wolf tails. Like that's too much. I like the too um the guy with the gimp mask in their upgrade set, but I do play Night Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the gimp mask is kind of cool, I guess. It's like a uh, cabinet thing. So. Yeah, the t- the Terminators aren't that good, but the other guys are good. The um, Death their name skips. Yes, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah, I, yeah, I do I'm, like them. Yeah, no, they you are. What was cool is those original Forge World uh, for 40k Space Wolf kit. We had the special All the Space Wolf Terminators. yeah, yeah, and there was like one with the Beardo guy. Fuck, oh, those are good. Yeah, they also had a, a. Do you remember they had they showed a bra, was it Bran Iron Jaw or Red Jaw or something like Red that? Red Maw. Red Maw, that's it. And then he never came out. Oh well, yeah, like 40 mil Bran, right? Like transformed yeah. Bran. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. See, the, dude, there's so much fucking secret shit at Games Workshop. Like, we need to get some Russians to go and you know, like, do some, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because there's like whole books. There's like a whole um fucking book. Uh, oh, there's a fantasy yeah. book, isn't there? There's a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Book. There's a whole fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I guess there's book ten. Mm. <laughs> Ten's book. in there. The fantasy book. And there's a, yeah, Black, Battle for Black Fire Pass. I've spoken to people who saw it and it was like a complete printout like full color printout copy all bound and he and, and it was like he like flicked through he didn't show anyone too much shit but he just like flicked through it and stuff and it was like the full book was done and he, that was his mocked up version Man. that's what i've heard it's, so it's, fuck, could, what, what we need to do can we start maybe we should start a petition for them to just release that as a digital thing yeah, because they've already got an iTunes store, right? Just release that as a digital thing. I want that Battle for Blackfire Pass so I can play at Aether. Like, I would pay money for that. Why wouldn't you just sell that as a digital thing? It'll cost you nothing. It just costs like a couple of hours of time for some fucking, you know, legal dude or whatever to like upload it or something. Surely, something maybe I'm just being a prick, but fucking yeah. that'd be awesome. You know, modern, like, modern Games Workshop. If we just say that we've got it, then they'll release it before we do. Yeah, I've heard also that. that fires. I've heard that fires of Syraxis book was like finished as well by Andy Hoare, and then they changed editions. So then they never got like the fort, that book. But like, wouldn't you like to just read that? <laughs> like a whole fucking oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, book? yeah. Like, even 100%. if the rules, it, it's 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 uh, all it is is seventh edition, forty k rules for Mechanicum stuff. So like, it, who the fuck's gonna play that? Right? Like, it's gonna be. Just slightly different or whatever, but yeah. just reading the fluff in the background, and shit would be fucking radical. Oh, of so, course, it would be. So mm. that's like that's three books. So that's book ten, Battle for Black Fire Pass, that other one, and then that's like three. That's three products they could be selling for like twenty quid each, mate. And fucking like it's just a digital thing. You just put it on iTunes, and I just buy it on my iPad, and I fucking read it. Jesus Christ! Come on, <laughs> start a, start so- a petition, guys. I'll print you a flyer, and you can leave it done. <laughs> Next time we go to Warhammer World, just drop it everywhere. So, I feel that 
that's going into the future segment of what we want for 2021 in a way okay, we'll just copy and paste that whole rant that i just did about that idea and copy and paste later on do you really think i'm gonna go into audacity and do anything like that <laughs> that's true it's like... just take a while so I think what we'll do on this is. show then, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, our hopes and dreams for Heresy in twenty twenty one. We'll then start talking about how to get into the Heresy, because Gaz has had a load of emails into the show about how do we start this game, which is really good. So we'll tell you how we would start if we were starting new, because <laughs> the only person that's not invested in this hobby uh, on this channel is Kyle, because he didn't buy any of the dice. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. So, hey, I guess. Are you really going like to read Are you going to read any of those letters out, guess? Uh, yes. So we've we've got an event out, uh, shout out to do, so we can do that in a bit. But what first? Oh no, no. The the letters where they're writing in saying, "How do I get started?" Well, the it's the event that's they're basically doing a uh, event for new starters. Oh, okay, right, 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 yeah. So it's an event for, uh, it's uh, Harlem Heretics, and they're uh, doing an event in Sheffield, basically. It's a big group of them all learning how to gain to heresy. We've had one or two other uh, players who've just started heresy, uh, deciding between, I think it names Luke, deciding between World Eaters and Night Lords, and he chose World Eaters. The best two legions. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. So, uh, yeah. So, it, it <laughs> just, some people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just. He's got a cluster. They're setting up a cluster. It sounds right. You were, well. To be honest, both of them are names, Luke's, and I thought are you two winding <laughs> me up here. <laughs> <laughs> are you just messing with my head? But yeah. Uh, so we're going to that. But as we. Uh, as it's a new year, we've been doing a little... I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen to it, because I know you have 20 different podcasts, you know, one day a week. God knows how you go and fit in Epic uh, 30k when that comes out. Oh, that's part of... Uh, that's part of Engine Kill. Oh. Engine Kill is like uh, multi... is just anything quarter scale. So, you know, it's just... You know, we just don't... <laughs> I haven't played a game of Epic since Adepticon, so you know, oh, shit, feel like yeah. shit. Yeah. So if I and that was in t- 2018 Adepticon, so if I just start talking, about, I don't like just talking about a game if I'm not actually playing it. If you know what I mean, like, because then I'm just fucking just list. You know what's it? What's uh math, math hammering? Yeah. Fantasy hammering. I'm just fucking making shit up, basically, right? Whereas if you're actually playing the game, I feel like. Yeah. So anyway, but I've got a fucking army. Michael's just whipped up some some resin with a laser and created me some uh, awesome models. So my epic army's basically done. Just gonna paint some vulture axe now. Oh, Ooh, yeah. fucking six mil vulture axe. Holy shit! And you can see so some good. of them on your Instagram, can't you? Yeah. Go. Oh, um. Yeah. First of all, add Michael E O H Foundry on Instagram. Yeah. Everyone player for resin. So, so, mum, when you listen to this and you set up your Instagram yeah. account, go in, go and check that out because uh, yeah. Michael is a hobby genius when it comes to painting yeah. and um, just uh, general modelling. So, yeah, you got to do that. Tim's all right. Tim's okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I think 
It's just I'm better at taking photos than Michael is at taking photos. So, I think my hobby's not as good, but I'm good at like taking photos. Yeah. And uh, but Michael's just like fucking shit. This is amazing. But yeah, like yeah, sometimes my, my... you just cut off the, the, the both ends of a ship when he posts it, like one <laughs> of his BFG posts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's it, mum. My Michael stuff is brilliant. Um, Tim's just a, a heresy fop, really. That's what. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Five thousand fucking followers, son. Well, wait, no, more than that. Five thousand five hundred or something. I don't know. All right. Who's counting? Stop showing off. Stop showing off. We've got one fifth of that. You'll get there. Don't worry. You just gotta post shit every day. That's what I realized. So what I did cleverly yesterday, just like in the Three Musketeers, I organized two games in one day. One four thousand point game at my mum's house with Michael, and then that night, so just like got home. Hey wife. Hey kid. Uh, fucking bye. And then I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a switch, switch cardboard, switch like cardboard box lids <laughs> for a different box lid, and grab my different. Oh, luckily, I had terrain in the car already, and then just like down to Magic Vault, and then played a two thousand point game uh, against Liam. So now I've got tons of photos. So now I'm just like fucking drip feed those onto the onto Insta. Yeah. Get those get those simps fucking frothing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, I remember being able to go and play games at places. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're all locked down here in the UK. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm hoping that you guys. Like, I want. I'm trying to put some pictures up, and I want to do some like battle reports to see. And Michael and I want to do some more streams and stuff. Um, just yeah. so you know, because there's so many people locked down. Like, holy shit! At least, um, I, I thought the stream that we did the other night was pretty good because it was just most a lot of people in that chat are in lockdown, and yeah. we sort of like um, just talk shit, and then people in the chat were talking. And then we'd like call them out and ask them questions and stuff. Oh, mate, it was great oh. watching a bit of Battlefield Gothic being played. Yeah, we... Battlefield Heresy, even. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we played our four thousand point game quicker than we've played that game of Battlefield Gothic. Oh yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah, 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 yesterday, yeah, we crushed it. Four thousand point game we played in like under fucking two hours. Right. Well, about two hours, right? Like, and the, and the pictures are beautiful, mate. That that six by what is it? Six by six uh, Martian yeah, six table six. that he's made. Stunning, stunning. It's so good to have that finished after like four years or five years. Or <laughs> fuck, I don't even know where we started that. Is uh, you must have done finished as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Hey guys, be. don't ask. Definitely don't ask him about the fell blade in <sighs> episode one or two. Oh, I remember that new... fell blade. I've been waiting for pictures to be uh, put up for I years. I did post an update on my Instagram. I've posted 20 pictures, and one of them is a Fellblade update. Yeah, so e- at EOH Foundry, go and check out his Fellblade update. So that's is he the in progress. A, is he in, just getting washed? In 181 episodes. Well, I've changed my color scheme, so I just painted the turret just on a whim. It's one of the 19 things I had sitting on my desk. I was like, oh yeah, that'll do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it this year. I'm okay. Finish it. So, <laughs> right. So, uh, moving. Well, not really moving on because we haven't actually moved anywhere yet. So, uh, yeah, sorry. On this, uh, what we've been trying well, to, to do is uh, push for people to start new armies for the new year because that's what everyone does in the new year, doesn't it? That's what everyone gets excited for January. So, we've been pushing for an Eastman 5, show your armies 250 points each month. And the year uh, three thousand uh, point army you've got. We've also happy to announce that 
we've well uh, we've gone out and brought uh, some models. So every quarter, a random person who posts up and tags us in their army will get a prize, basically. So tag us in your uh, two hundred and fifty points each month, and uh, you can win some prizes. So on that note, I've been doing a Raven Guard army. Uh, I've virtually finished 10 men, 10 man tactical squads, because tactical squads are always good. I've just had to respray the second tactical squad because I weren't happy with how they've done it, and I've actually altered the colours, so they'll look great next to the uh, primary tactical squads. So I, I swapped uh, Dawnstone for Engine Grey as the highlight. So they're a bit. They're a bit darker, uh, my Raven Guard. So hopefully I should have them done by the end of this month. And that'll be my 250 points. I know, well, I can see Matt has been painting. So what have you got yeah. done, Matt? So I've finished uh, so far a Praetor slash Delgado slash Champion um, and five uh, Flamer Tactical Support Marines as my start. Um, I'm working on some destroyers next, and I do have 30 tactical marines uh, and 10 devastators or heavy weapon marines, all assembled, waiting to be primed. Nice. So Pete's been doing some modeling as well, haven't you, Pete? I've been doing a little bit. Um, so on the last show, Gaz made it out as if, uh, I don't know, my world was falling apart when he said or why I wasn't on the show. It isn't falling apart. My wife nearly died in a car crash, that's all. Um, I need to make sure I cut the brakes better next time. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that, that's what happened. So I've just been nursing her, um, which has slowed down some of my hobby. So I bought a load of shit. Uh, and it turns out I had some Raven Guard parts from a failed Raven Guard 30k army from a couple of years back. So uh, basically I've got a tactical squad put together. I've got some Terminators put together. Tartarus Terminators, Forge World Tartarus Terminators, not the uh, plastic ones. Uh, and I've got a couple of models that I can use as um, as the Delegatus that is is going to be leading the force. Problem is, I modelled up that Delegatus with um, with, with lightning claws, but as per Gazzy's rules, it's going to be a chainsword and a bolt pistol to start with. So I need to make a new guy. But uh, oh, wait, so you got there's some fucking crazy. Yeah, you get there's some crazy paradigm you got to follow because I haven't listened to the episode yet. Um, so Gaz. we haven't we what haven't happened? quite finished uh, the rules, but basically, on the way oh, to is what Gaz says is fun. Yeah. We decide we decided that they're going if they're fighting other space marines, they're probably going to promote a few uh, centurions. So you're going to have a centurion who's literally just been promoted. With mm -hmm. just his bolt pistol, uh, well, we said he could be a de delegatus, bolt pistol and chainsword. And as you fight that campaign, if he kills a sergeant with a power sword, then you just nick the power sword. But he gets, he gets, Matt's, Matt's just making the most oh, <laughs> noise <sorry>. possible. <laughs> Six He's like, I'm tired of you talking. Shit. He's, he's not even looking for anything. He's just rattling it next to the mic. <laughs> just, I forgot my mic's next to my face. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so 
basically right, so there's a set out link there's a set out link thing that you have to paint yeah. to all right so okay. well you you just start I'm doing some salamanders so i don't know but i'm, I'm definitely i don't want to dumb sergeant with a chainsaw though like that sounds well like, now you, as, as you no. progress you can if he finds an objective he might you know find a relic or something like that it's basically mm, okay. so you can like magnetize him or something yeah, well, you you can just have him equipped how you want, and then as he progresses, you just uh, oh yeah does okay. does right. count as, and then as he progresses, you can say right, he's now got a power sword. I just like the idea. There's as they're yeah. battling, there's someone suddenly dies. You can think I'll nick that power sword because why wouldn't you? You know, I yeah. don't understand yeah. this. Yeah. If I was falling back and I I had this chainsaw and I saw someone with a massive <laughs> power sword, I'd be thinking I'm nicking that. You know. Yeah. Hope this doesn't have a self destruct device built into it and just <laughs> yeah. blows my fucking hand off. It's not gene coded. Um, yeah, well, I'm doing my Eastman five army this year and the first thing I'm doing is a twenty man salamander squad with uh, extra chain sword blades or whatever and the sergeant's got a two handed chainsaw, whatever ah, that thing's awesome. called. Chain every chain blade. Wow just fucking stalwartly hacking everything in half. So it's gonna be sweet. Basically we're just saying paint to two fifty each month. Uh, every three months, we'll give some away some free models to anyone who's well. It's seven, they'll have some hundred and fifty points army. Then we're hoping to use so, some planetary empires <clears throat> to uh, do a campaign map of everyone painting and gaming. That's our mm. hopes and dreams. But obviously, we've yeah, only okay. we've so, only yeah, got so the it. Colombian uh, listener, so he'll probably just be putting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it'll have some great snow on the bases, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, how have your painting been doing? Uh, I haven't, I haven't painted a thing at all. Uh, I've been building. I'm, I'm going to give my little first world uh, problem story. So, I found my ashen circle. I talked about last last show. I found them. I was building them, and then my housekeeper broke one of the rake axes. Yes, my housekeeper, I said. And uh, so I wasn't happy with that, so I had to, to beat her. I told Rick, I was like, I'm so mad right now. I know it's first world problems, but my housekeeper broke my uh, my one of my axes on my dudes. Uh, I still have Captain Rando, uh, that dude with the jump pack, so I guess he'll cruise along with them. Um, but I was planning to do some painting and stuff last week but i ended up randomly in vegas for a day and a half <laughs> and uh taking care of my drunk wife was never uh never Randomly. really easy either. so uh we had a good time but yeah I'm, I'm gonna get cracking on it and i should have the 250 painted by the end of the month See. so and then i i finished up typhon typhon and then i need to paint mortarian to finish up the death guard that i did i felt sure so. you've already probably painted the 250 enough i lined this up perfectly so i could go who would rick wouldn't let us stand with painting would he rick's yes. got everything painted i'm sure he's already well started his uh next 250 points but you kind of let us down now i know i did i did let you down i apologize i'll get on it <laughs> i'll get cracking on it but no i just took a little break i did, painted like five thousand points in like five weeks have buff guards so it's like i needed a breather so i went to vegas and drank a lot and you know had some gummy bears and i was doing good so come on then paint her extraordinary 
What have you been I'm doing? Working, because uh, unfortunately, at the shop, my boss's father passed away, so he's been out of town, so all I've been doing is working. Mm. So yeah. I guess that's you an excuse, got... like yeah, you... working and also people dying, I guess that's... Yeah, fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Talk> me right. <laughs> Rick, Rick. Yeah. How's your mum? She's great. She misses you, Pete. Yeah, it's good to <laughs> you and your tiny dinger, she really misses you. Uh, <laughs> as long as she misses it, that's what matters. She's she exactly tries hard. <laughs> yeah. She misses your combat blade. Uh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm, I miss she in it. <laughs> so, Rick, how was um, how was storming the capital? <laughs> Our country's finest hour. I, I saw you there. I saw you. Yeah. There's loads of. It's hard to tell though because I mean, there's lots of short people um, wearing a hat with a beard and quite chunky yeah. uh, at that thing. So I'm sure you were one of them. I was the one dressed up in tactical gear. Yeah, the that's what seals. That, those are my favorites. <laughs> I love to dress up like a soldier, but not actually be one. <laughs> Carrying the yeah, knife. Yeah, you're a tough one. <laughs> Can you imagine in say fifty years' time when some kid goes to school with show and tell and he's got a picture of his granddad in that like beastman suit or whatever? <laughs> this is my <laughs> this is my granddad. That guy, that, that, that's a boy from Arizona. <laughs> yeah, he's from here. He's in jail right now, obviously, and he's on food strike because they won't serve him organic food in prison. So <laughs> that tells you all you know about that dipshit. Didn't he say he's on a on a shaman diet? Yeah. yeah. Non existent. Yeah, just shrooms. Just shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, Rick, you put some Iron Warriors together, uh, haven't you? You've got a Leviathan done. You've got a. Oh, for, my, uh, for my Night Lords, I have. Oh, uh, Night Lords. A Praetor built. Um, it'll count as the Del Goddess. Uh, I have a Terror Squad built. A uh, 10 man tactical squad built. And yeah, the uh, Leviathan built. So hopefully, once I get a break this coming week. Slow, throw, uh, throw down some paint on it and stop being such a hobby fucking shit bag. <laughs> yeah, but you've also you've also jumped ship a little bit, haven't you? Because you've got some bolt action that you're gonna do as well. I mean, I've had that stuff. I got more for Christmas, but yeah, like I've bolt action. I mean, I have all sorts of miniature games. Because it's nice to get a palette cleanser from just pure GW stuff, you know. What from painting one model? Yeah, I need a palette cleanser. <laughs> At least this is too much. I put a base coat and a highlight on. Oof, I need a break. Let <laughs> me <laughs> paint some Nazis. So have you guys been painting over there? Obviously, I'm guessing you've been painting uh, Mechanicum stuff. Just been too busy for playing games, man. Enjoying our freedoms and stuff. Not having to wear masks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Although we did have to wear a mask today, we had, we went to a game store, we went to Irresistible Force down here, and um, which is in Logan. They claim to be in Greater Brisbane, which is where they we know. live. They just but, like to think they are. Yeah, they're in Logan, and Logan is the town, city to the south of us, that's one shittest town in Australia two years in a row now. Um, so yeah, boom. That's an achievement in Australia. Help, help Logan, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, we had to wear a, a mask inside the store, but it, yeah, no, it was. That was that was interesting because basically it's been fucking fine over here. Uh, in terms, of, that's all just to distract from the fact I haven't painted shit in ages, uh, basically. But Michael's been doing lots of airbrushing and stuff. 
Cool. Been doing a bit, yeah. Getting. The problem is I haven't been able to finish much. I've got like 19 different things sitting in front of me and I'll like sit down and I'll paint some colors on something. I'll wait for that to dry. And then I'll move on to item two and I'll paint some colors and I'll wait for that to dry. And I won't get back to item one. I'll go on to item three, do some colors on that. And then I'll go to four, five, six, might go back to two and nothing has got done much. And I've just butterflied for the last probably six weeks and just haven't really achieved much. But all that's changed now. I packed up all my shit. And I'm going, this is my set project. I'm going to start doing weekly finishing things. This is my task. I'm going to paint these 10 dudes this week. That's it. That's it. So, so, and what, what, what's your, what, what is it you're working on then, Michael? So the first thing off the bench is going to be a 10-man Imperial Fist tactical squad. I'm going to go with the project I've been saying for years. I'm going to redo my fists. I'm going to redo my fists. I'm going to get a Centurion Force of those guys up. Then I'm going to do, because it is the year of Istvan V, I'm not going to start a new legion, but I'm going to expand my Emperor's Children with uh, just waves of extra reinforcements. So all my 10-man squads are going to go to 20-man squads. Um, I'm going to add a Sunkiller Las Cannon team, just because that's pretty fluffy. Um, I'm going to paint Fulgrim, because he obviously he was there at Istvan. And I want to add a... Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. That's I mean, word, he, word on the did, street. he did, yeah. Oh, there was that little incident how he decapitated <laughs> your favorite Primarch ever. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, spo- spoiler. <laughs> did he do um, it? Did he do yeah. it, or did the demon that possessed him do it? Now we're getting... That's a good guy. All, all that yeah, sounds like this. summon stuff much more, like... Well, he's, That's, like... You know, was he that great at Primark? I guess like his Legion was pretty good. Uh, he's at least better than one other one that he killed, so... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Okay, hold on. Emperor's Children. Shots fired. He's responsible for the Jesus take the wheel. The Jesus take the wheel. He's responsible. Yeah, it was his physical form. I don't know who was driving it at the time, yeah, but his physical form was responsible for taking the head off uh, another Primark. But, um, yeah, that's the plan for the year. So do some fists, get that Centurion Force, and then expand the Empress Children for Istvan V. So I've got, I've got a bit of a question for you, Michael, as a yep. uh, airbrushing king. Do you find, or is it me just being an absolute mong, that you can use the same you color... You an absolute mong. Yeah, <laughs> answered my own question. <laughs> that you can use the same colors on two different models... Every, do everything exactly the same, but they'll come out as different shades of colour. So yeah. I've painted yeah. two two sabers. Yeah, obviously Blood Angels. I'm now doing a Predator Executioner, and the difference in the reds, even though they're exactly the same colours, uh, same amount of layers, and everything like that, it's it's just crazy. Yeah, I found that. Um, some days I've mixed up too much thinner in one mix and just diluted a bit. And it's gone a bit thinner, and I should have done an ex- extra couple of coats. There's so many variables, and I think that's a good thing, consistency. So now I've learned up. I mix up. If I'm going to do an army, I just mix up the same color at the start, and that's what everything gets painted because I have the same problem as well. I keep looking at my Imperial Fists now, and I can see I can see that there's four different shades of yellow, and it just burns my piss up. I'm like, ah, fuck. And I, I don't think anybody else notices, but I know, and it annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I, so, yeah, no, I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, dude, sometimes I've done Future Metal, and instead of doing two silver, one brown, one 
Beastie Brown. Shout out to Vallejo. Uh, I've done one silver, one brown, one uh, brown wash, and it's uh, on the future metal, and they're slightly different. And I've fucking just done that across all of my shit, just un- unknowingly. So some of my shit is definitely like one shade different, and it fucking tears me up. So my plan for these salamanders is I've got all of the models, assemble the entire fucking thing, base it, undercoat it. And then do the salamander, just basically get that whatever Tamiya color I'm going to use or whatever. And then boom, just like spray the entire, the entire army all in one day. And then as I'm doing Gaz's 250 point thing, I'll just grab 250 points worth of boys and then I'll finish them. And then I'll move through the army like that. So I don't have to, because fu- it'll fucking kill me if I don't have, if their green is different on different guys. And I know I'll fuck it up. I know 100% I'll fuck it up. So. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely fuck this up. It, it, it's a Shadow Legion army, so I've been, it, it's only like four, three, three units to Sally's and three units to Iron Hand, so it's not that much. Oh, maybe it's four units to Salamanders. It's 2,000 points Centurion, basically, is what I'm aiming for. Yeah, nice, nice. I was about to say, at the start of the uh, thing, which says aim for making a Zomotalis force. Just something so you can start playing with straight away and then look to moving up your uh, army. So, with obviously more, more of all rules. Because yeah. it's the best way to go forward. Make make the infantry first. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to treat vehicles as a reward. So, as soon yeah. as I get a couple of squads done, I get to do whatever they travel in. Yeah. I think as well, with. Uh, 30k people moan about the price of it but tactical squads no matter which legion you have it's always a solid choice and they're in plastic they're fairly cheap so Mm. you know if you're starting heresy and going on to a future uh, talk about you can't go wrong with a tactical squad especially if you're equipping with close combat weapons yeah, and the other thing is, you, you're painting up a tactical squad, but they can fucking, unless you're some, like, autist putting, like, their company and their designation as tacticals or some shit like that for something, you can later run those dudes as veterans. Like, you can add, basically mix in special weapons from your heavy support squads and your tactical support squads and run those, con- I was about to say, drop a C-bomb. Sorry, 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 guys, cross there and blighting. Um, actually, it's Americans that don't like C-bombs, isn't it? Yeah, we don't yeah, mind the word cons. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, Americans. Almost dropped it. But just mix those guys together and you can run them as like a veteran force and then you can cram more fucking tanks into your list. Boom! Um, so there's, there's tons of options there. Like, tactical squads. Like, I've never, like I'm, I'm a fucking shitbird when it comes to Marines, but definitely like tactical. First thing I'm going to do, 20 man. Because you can, it's just so versatile. Um, well, when I am, I'm not like a big fan of fucking gun pigs in general because Mechanicum exists and they're fucking so much. Myrmidons are just like the pinnacle of imperial society or human society, I guess. Wow. But um, uh, what I am a fan of is like just mixing, doing, being able to change up my list every fucking game. So being able to just like m- mix fucking units around and stuff and reinforce squads and then also like just i can blue tack all of their shoulder pads on and switch them to being black shields if i want boom or 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 like i've got fucking 30 or 40 um what are they called alpha legion uh shoulder pads i can just like paint spray that paint those up and change their shoulder pads now i can play them as alpha legion so 
That's my plan is to make the shit as versatile as possible because then you can play as many different fucking lists as possible because you don't want to just play the same list every fucking game on like a super stable system like Heresy that just fucking hasn't changed in forever. Probably not going to change very much. You need to like fucking change shit up. Can't be playing the same stale shit. That's what I'm saying. You know you what need, I'm talking about, Pete. You need multiple. <laughs> yeah. You need multiple I, I, armies as well. So I, I was just as you were talking, I was just rereading a Nigel Stillman um, like little color article that was in an old White Dwarf, which basically says build two thousand points of an army and never change it. No, that's fucking retarded. That's fucking dumbest uh, shit possible. That's like I, if you're in a, a tournament. That's if you're in a tournament fucking uh, thing. That makes sense. But if you're in Heresy, mate, where this is was, not like, there's no blowjobs for winning, son. Fucking this dream, was classic like, Warhammer. Um, yeah, tournament. It's all tournament shit. Yeah, dude. Warhammer. All of that shit was influenced by tournament people, guaranteed. Because like that's where all the excitement is at big events. And to no one ever ran any fucking like proper narrative shit. Maybe like. Fucking, you know, like uh, they run like one or two narrative games on a huge mega table so they could take photos of it and put it in like, you know, the front of Warhammer Third uh, Edition. Mm. Just be like, look at this giant game. Yeah, maybe they ran some narrative shit like that. But like, it was all just tournament stuff for fucking years. Like, the, like I don't remember ever any like narrative 40k, any narrative fantasy at all. Like, uh, you know, like when the fuck did that ever happen? So it's all tournaments. So those do that. That's what he's saying. Like, just keep the same list and just, and that makes sense. Like, if you want to play, just like, no, this is my list, and then like this is this guy, and this is Sir Henry, fuck about, and this is you know Jerry, whatever, and they just mm-hmm. fucking magically reanimate after every game. That's my that's my head love. Um, then that then that, that kind of makes sense because you just like you know because the as the meta evolves, you're just gonna be like sitting there bopping around with all of your familiar characters, like fucking making stories up in your mind and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrying the Ogre Blade and a portion of strength and, yeah. But but in our thing where it's like narrative anyway and no one's fucking blowing you for winning games, you know what I mean? Um, Then fucking changing up your list is like... Also, changing up your list every game is also just like a way to just fucking force there to be like no fucking possible matter because like people never know what they're going to fucking fight, do they? If everyone's constantly mixing it up, painting new units. The best time Heresy ever was was at its peak when they were dropping new shit like every week and fucking it was like a weekend every fucking month it felt like. Those fucking... uh, you know, fucking the gold rush days of crazy yeah. shit. And fucking because everyone was always playing new shit. You would go to an event, like four event series in a year, one per quarter. And every quarter there'd be some new fucking crazy shit. Like, oh my yeah. god, the night outro pass is out. Oh, how many are we going to see? Oh yeah, do you think that people are going to take Stormblades this season? Like, what do you think? That's when it was the most exciting. Um, you can't let it stagnate. You can't all be fucking Nigel Stillman's. Just buy one on fucking 2000 point army and like, oh yeah, cool. Never change it. So <laughs> So never change, and then we <laughs> grandma or whatever. Not just Stillman. It's not just Stillman. Probably played fucking like how many fucking hundreds of games against every motherfucker in Britain, right? Because everyone wanted to play a game against Nigel Stillman. So he wasn't like it didn't matter if he changed up his list. But if he's like playing against like two or three fucking good mates, you know, we all went to fucking high school together, mate. We all fucking grew up together. We all fucking know each other's lists. You know what? Fucking yeah, that's retarded. I'm going to call this the the rage of Tim. This episode. Yeah, there's no point in doing that in Garage Hammer because the same seven dudes are all going to fucking just figure you out and then, you know, boom. So, so it doesn't even make sense for yeah, a competitive even, even with or a narrative. With your buddies, you can change it up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. You should. You should. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Fucking don't take Stillman's advice unless <laughs> it's a harsh tournament rule set. 
In which case, you shouldn't be invested more than 2,000 points of shit anyway. Like, just take the most cynical fucking power list possible at 2,000 points. And that's if you're playing, this is what I'm saying, if you're playing the children's games, such as um, Warhammer 40,000 or um, Age of Sigma, um, just take, like, like, whatever the most cynical possible lowest investment power list is. Just custodes. Custodes is the best because then you can come and play real games over at 30k. With your custodes, like many of your models are compatible, and so I you're think saying, like you're saying Henry Cavill is a power gamer. I don't know what's he. Yeah. Oh, well, what does he play there? Do we know that he's a tabletop guy? I don't know if he's a tabletop guy. Yeah, he was painting up custodes. Yeah. Is there pictures of? Yeah, but that is yeah. He, he plays. Yeah. But he could be like a fucking, um, to, maybe that's all he's been exposed to. He doesn't know about Horus Heresy. I actually reached out to him on Instagram, and guess what? No reply. Oh, no. What? Yeah, I was like, hey man, I know you probably get tons of messages, Mr. Cavell. Well, if you want to come on onto the Skypes uh, or on the internet, uh, Gov, like we can talk and, um, you know, like talk about Warhammer 30,000, the Horus Heresy, if you know anything about that, Costos with that. And I'm like, okay, bye. Did you start? And, 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 did you start with, do you know who I am? like oi henry son fucking get on it geezer yeah and so, you know exactly what i'm talking about at the start of uh the horus heresy weekenders rick used to come across and that was the days oh, when he yeah, had four, <laughs> 40k radio and i guarantee every t- person he spoke to was do you know who i am no not <laughs> even fucking close <laughs> not even rick fucking close advice. Rick took my advice. I said, just make sure everyone knows who you are when you're over yeah. there. Out of the way, peasants. That's how, that's how we said, Rick. He said to me, do you know who I am? And I went, oh, you're not my son. <laughs> <laughs> so jealous. So he even got to the point where we, we was all out in a round circle having a drink around this table. And some bloke, I don't even know. I think he, was he from a podcast or something? Is that guy Lex. Pete's best friend. No, he weren't Lex. Was he? It was one of it. It was. And he was like, "Do you know who I am?" That was one hundred percent him. One fucking. I remember someone coming over to talk to you, yet and just totally blanked all of us and just wanted to talk to you. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then you threw your drink over me. I remember that. Classic Paris Hilton, fucking circa two thousand six move. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but that yeah. that goes to show you guys how great the uh, weekenders used to be, because Pete, uh, sorry, Rick used to come all the way from Arizona just to go to them four times every in single, a row, man. Yeah, every single year. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Like those events were so cool, and I mean, I totally missed that shit. And like you said, it was like back in the heyday of the heresy. You were just like. There's stuff popping like it felt like every week on Forge Guild. You're like, holy mm-hmm. shit! Like this new unit. Oh my god, yeah. transfers. Oh my god, it was so exciting. Like you said, when yeah. people ask me at my shop, you know, they're like, "How do I get into it?" I'm like, "You know, start small." But I'm like, "Don't just build." Like you said, "Don't just build a two thousand point list because it's fucking boring." Like Heresy's so dope because there's like you know, there's so many ways you can run any Legion. You know, because you get the people yeah. like, "Oh, well, what does everyone play?" I'm like, "It doesn't matter. Do you do the Legion you want to do?" Like. But is there yeah. like a Blood Angel player? I'm like, chances of you playing the exact <laughs> same army as him are fucking slim to none. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one in twenty, uh, or one in twenty-three, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, especially if you factor in fan-made lists, like holy shit, you're playing anything. Yeah. So you you run a store, do you? Sorry, I I know. So I work for a company that shall be named nameless. <laughs> Oh, okay. Is, yeah, so I work. I work. Yeah, Games Workshop basically. <laughs> Does it rhyme with? Oh no. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just gotta go back. And, it rhymes with Games Workshop. Right. <laughs> but does it rhyme with Games Workshop? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, Rick in the world of espionage, right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, if they like want to, he gave them all the secrets. If they want to clip me because of this, like, hey, touch his life. Yeah, at least yeah, me so one more person listened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, my mom's going to go snitch on me and get me fired. <laughs> so right, so what do you tell them if they do want to play Heresy? Like, you just say, oh, so, go home, kid, and go on the internet and buy shit on there? Like, Yeah, so basically, you know, if they come in, like, like it's weird because you hear some stores are massively, like, massively anti-Forge World. Our shop is not like that because it's like, hey, mm. same company, right? You know? So someone comes in and like, you know, they know most people there know I play Harry. She's like, hey, like, how do I get started? And for me, I'm like, well, you know, let's order you up because not you don't always have stock in Mark three, Mark four, which is kind of a bummer. So the first thing is it's like, all right, well, you got to go on Forge World. Here's the red books. Like what, you know, what do you want to play? And almost always it's fucking mm. space Marines. So it's like, yep, here's the rule book. Yeah, here's the rule book. Get this red book. Get this red book unless they play like, you know, Blood Angels and they need book eight or Dark Angels and book nine. And then I'm like, hey, you know, you're just going to need to buy a fair amount of tactical squads. You know, let's order you up some Mark III, some Mark IV. And then, you know, some people, like, want to buy the plastic command kit with the plastic Praetor in it and the plastic Chaplain. If not, I'm like, hey, here's, you know, look, we're on Forge World. There's Praetors for every Legion. Do that. I recommend, always recommend, like, a Contemptor or two. And I'm like, mm. start from there, and then we can worry about all the peripheral stuff later on. You know, and like that's so like, you know, because some guys or some GW managers don't like it in their shop because they're like, oh, well, I can't make any money off of it. And it's like, well, dude, the bulk of the army is plastic. It's plastic Mark three, plastic yeah. Mark or plastic Targos. Like mm. you got to you got to get outside your box and be like, OK, how can like, you know, and those yeah. dudes that come in and play, even if they like chances are most people don't just play heresy and say they do. Well, they're still buying that stuff from you and they're still buying the books from you and the supplies. So it's like. Think outside the box and see how you can help that customer get started in that game. Yeah, there's, oh, dude, yeah, there's tons of like plastic heresy options. Like one of the, you know, like uh, Tom uh, over here from uh, Monoville Events, aka yeah. Heresy Enthusiast. Yeah, he's, he's got an entire army that was just made with like Games Workshop plastic kits. And yep. it, at, at our Guggenhive event, it, which was like a premier event for Australia. Like um, he won, he was one of the four player choice awards with that fully plastic. Like he's just basically by using bits, I don't know, bits bonds and harvesting them from models that he's won in pink slips games. I guess it's just like <laughs> built an entire fucking night lords army. It's all plastic heresy, and now he's building like whole jetbikes, like jet, whatever they're fucking called, jetbike hussars or whatever they're called. Huh? Yeah, sky, sky fucking flyers, whatever. <laughs> um so yeah he's uh so you know they can they can still sell tons of plastic stuff like um at a games workshop it's yeah it's just a shame like forge world just can't just like package their shit and send it to the stores right like yeah yeah i mean that'd be nice because like you get even I the primarchs so like yeah and like, you get so many people asking about it too right like yeah, people yeah. like oh can i order like because for instance i can't tell you how many people came and asked me in the last two months about the Night Lord Terminators that dropped today. 
everyone's like, oh, those are sick. Can I order them from you? I'm like, ah, uh, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to pay in your fucking region lock thing. Yeah. But if that's yeah. that's still that's like a whole market, like just even just the Primarchs, like there's tons of fucking people that just want the Primarchs, even if yep. they're not going to play Heresy. So it's a whole untapped market there. Ugh. Oh, well, the Christ. tough thing is, like, for Rick, because I go to his shop all the time. I mean, like, I was in there last week. Rick, what did I buy? You got him in. I bought the Mark IV yeah. and a Mark III box. Every time, they because yeah. they don't normally stock them, but when they get them in, they fly right off the shelves. And yeah, I mean, can, you get a, yeah, you get a box of Mark III or Mark, yeah, Mark Mark and, and it's gone the same day. Every time. See, they should make me, like, I came up with that book idea as well. They should make me, like, marketing czar at Games Workshop. I'll shake shit up. <laughs> It's down there, like in um, remember that uh, was it fucking um, uh, what's that show, Michael, with, with the movie star guy and his friends, Turtle and uh, oh, uh, Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, Entourage. Yeah, 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 yeah. When that Ari Gold, that Ari Gold yeah. dude, like goes takes over the company, goes in with like a fucking paintball gun and just shoots people at their desks and just goes, you're, you're fired. fucking fired. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Yeah, I totally do that. Who ate the cake and fucking didn't give the forge rock? Doom, doom, doom. So. <laughs> It might be actually worth now, as we've already touching on the subject, to actually start talking about how is best to stop the heresy. So uh, mm. what I'll do is I'll shout out this event because this event is actually made for people who want to start the heresy. So the event is by Harlem Heretics. And basically the message is they're from Sheffield. They're creating a uh, 30k heresy, obviously, Balfour Gothic anti Tannicus uh, community. Sell. Yeah, so, sell. And they're making a uh, Isfan Free event. It's going to be their first narrative event and it's hoping to be in May, uh, COVID restrictions allowing, obviously. We, we will be playing six. 1,000 point Centurion games across two days in very casual manner. The focus being on character development. It will follow the campaign system laid out in book one. Now, I'm guessing if you're starting the heresy I'm get, and you're going to this event, I'm guessing you don't need book one. They'll probably just print out you know, the missions for you. So that it'll be two days split between six phases of the campaign and armies will gain rewards and benefits as they progress this is very much a team effort with all victory points being tallied by faction rather than individual player we will have awards for most sporting player and best painted army as we haven't arranged a venue yet we still don't know how much it costs and they're not quite sure about people uh, but they have said it might only be a small one because they're hoping to start small and you know get more people going I, I don't think they want to run a massive one as their first event and, you know, get it wrong. So they're hoping starts more and grow it with everyone learning the heresy at the same time. So that's Harlem Heretics. So you can give them a follow on Twitter. So I know me and Pete have discussed about me. Well, I've tried to get me, Pete and Matt to uh, go to this event if we can. So, People who are interested in this event, who are going to start an ISFAN 3 campaign or join our ISFAN 5 campaign, whichever, looking to start the heresy, how how would you look to start the heresy? For me personally, I would go on eBay 
and buy these old books, the 7th edition rules, because 90% of the rules are the same. You can pick it up for probably a few quid, and then you've got money to spend on models. I think that's a solid choice. And there's yeah. a starter yeah. set on Forge World that most people have a look where it's two Mark three armors, in, obviously in plastic, a Leviathan, and two Praetors for, I know it's, it'd be expensive, 155 quid, but it's actually a decent value uh, set because a Leviathan fuel white. No, no army suffers from having a Leviathan. It's one of the best <laughs> models <laughs> in the game. Uh, so don't uh, worry about having a Leviathan. Two tacticals. Uh, hey, guys, do you want me to tell you a story about Leviathan? Sorry, just quickly. I one-shotted Michael's Leviathan in our game with a <laughs> conversion beamer. He just cool. failed his 4-plus save. Or a strength 10. Oh, I rolled a 6 to pen. That's 16. And he's like, okay, fails his 4-plus, and then I just rolled a 6 at AP1. Ba-boom, strike. The first ever game. First, time. first ever game, I had my uh, close combat Blood Angel Leviathan going. 3,000 points against... Uh, no, 3,500 against Death Guard it was. Just about getting to combat. It's my turn, and the player who had a falling back uh, Devastator squad with two models, he says, oh, shit, I forgot to fire him. I says, I'll oh, just fire him now. It's, it's no problem. <laughs> he was like, no, no, it's your turn. I says, no, don't worry about it. I says, you still need sixes to hit. I says, the missile launchers need sixes to glance. I says, just fire him. Six to hit. <laughs> Straight away, I thought, oh, shit. Uh, six, yeah, six to glance. Uh, and this close combat dreadnought literally took the, his whole army of shooting, so he's on one whole point. Yeah, failed out in fun. Never. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to co close combat. He always gets killed straight away. Yeah, exactly. Do you know why? Because people hate them. Because <laughs> if yeah. you don't destroy them the first, like you just like, oh, I might just shoot at his tanks or his transports or something. Doesn't matter. Those transports are gonna shit's gonna pour out of them. Their shit's gonna get to you. But if their shit gets to you, plus a fucking leviathan just lumbers in two turns later or a turn later, you're fucked. Because those things are fucked. Like you need to kill them. Like, gotta target those motherfuckers. Game, those game ruining motherfuckers. So, but for points to money, uh, pounds or dollars or whatever. They are great. 50 quid. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, take one. Yeah, if you're starting out, yeah. Yeah, 50 sure. quid to buy them. So it's not that uh, expensive in regards to Forge World. To, and it's yeah. over 300 points you normally equip them with. It's a sot, and it's a great unit. So I think that yeah, starter it's set. Like, it's, like having, it's like having a dragon in fantasy. It's just like powerful. If you're starting out, it's a good way to learn like how dreadnoughts work because yeah. it's like so fucking durable. It's going to hang around for a few turns unless you're Gaz, obviously. Um, <laughs> or, or Michael, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, then, um, you know, like it, it's a good thing to learn with because you got that four plus save. You feel, it feels like a real fucking dreadnought. You know what it feels like when you use those? Is like a um, second ed uh, dreadnought. Remember when they were like weapon school seven, BS seven? They were like fucking like a twin link heavy boulder would just mow down a whole fucking tactical squad like easily. That's what they feel like, like a powerful fucking psycho dreadnought. That's what it is. The weight, the weight of the box buying it. Yeah, and then just one of those just lumbering along with just a whole sea of fucking dudes on foot. Like, was it? Is it Mark Three or Mark Four? And that's it. It's Mark Three. 
Oh, Mach 3, boom! Fucking powerful. Like, there's a bunch of legions that look awesome in Mach 3. You can yep. put theoretically any legion. Has so, anyone ever done, like, Ultramarines in Mach 3? I don't know if I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah. okay quite, quite a few. So, got quite a few Mark 2s. But... Uh, so, going back to Rick, obviously introducing someone to your store, how would you? how did you say would be the best way? Just plastic marines? Well, exactly what I said. Like, I tell people to get the Red Books, plastic marines, you know, some Terminators. And then if they want, like, there's, you know, there is the plastic contemptor, not as good as the fully posable contemptors. But if you're on a budget, you know, hey, rock on, rock free, you can do that. You can cut the legs a little bit, modify it, have it, you know, twist and shout. And yeah, that's what I, you know, you, can, you steer them that direction. If they want to, like, buy Forge World stuff, you can you know, steer them that direction as well. But yeah, I just always recommend Plastic Mark Three, Plastic Mark Four. you know, some Terminators and a Contemptor, and that's a good start to get you, like, figuring out the game. Because you get some people that, like, just go, you know, they have try to go nuts with everything. Like, worry about, oh, this tank, I want that tank. I'm like, ah, worry about that stuff later, bud. Like, get the get the basics of the game. Because I find, like, you have, we have a lot of people that have come in to the hobby since just with eighth edition so that's the only that rule set is the only one they know and i'm like like, you may think it's the same game but it is vastly vastly different i know it's way more more glorious yeah kyle's just recently painted uh loads of land riders so it shows you can use uh the land rider force that kyle's making for death guard yeah, um, well, I was going to say kind of to piggyback off what Rick, because I had Rick and I have a mutual buddy, Bill, that I got into the game. And I actually started with like the Mournival rules for Centurion. So, mm, yeah. you know, what, what I started out with, I was like, let's just get like some tactical squads. You want to run Salamander? So I was like, get Mark three. You know, I had some extra boxes, so we traded and stuff. And he started kind of on a button. We just started small. And it's like, all right, work with the squad. All right, and now let's add in some tanks. And then, like, just grow it from there. Um, but I really recommend the Mournable event. Centurion rules are for free. You can download them off the website. And it, it gives you the bulk of what I think a lot of 30K games are. You're going to need tactical squads. You're mm. going to need troop, troops to kind of lock everything down. And it's a pretty inexpensive way to get into it. But at the end of the day, when you're talking to your friends or you're talking to someone else, you'll know when you engage in conversation with them, whether they're going to either ball, you know, or they're going to be, be on a budget, one of the two. And then no. depending on what that is, you can kind of gear the direction. But Centurion was always great. It worked really well for uh, Rick and I's mutual buddy uh, to get in because it was, it is, it's vastly different from eighth and ninth, you know, it's just completely mm. different. So you want to be able to like show them the mechanics um, and, and he had played 40k previously, but he didn't really play sixth or seventh at all. So he, did, he wasn't really exposed to those rules, which would be very similar. So you can take it in, in small manageable chunks and then bring in all the killy stuff, you know, and get all the Ford world tanks and do all that stuff. Um, but I mean, even when I used to run GW stores, it's like, what do you like? What do you think's cool? Buy it. We'll find a list with it, right? Get what you want to buy. And uh, just kind of go from there. But there are a lot of the times is I think people think it's overwhelming because it's not accessible in stores. And uh, you don't mm. want to buy the wrong thing because in some cases, some of the stuff is more expensive. But in reality, a lot of it is a little bit cheaper than what's in the store in comparison for like Primaris armies and things like that. 
So they just don't, and it's resin. I think it's just a whole mental block where people are like, I have to go to a different company, even though it is the same company. I have to go to a website. I don't know what I'm ordering. I don't know how it plays. Um, one thing I'd love GW to do is just set up the red books in the store, like, you know, have the red books there. A starter again would be nice, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. something that you can sell where managers at GW don't have to fully commit, like it's a whole nother game system, but they have it there. And there's resources for someone to quickly grab and get into it and then work directly with Forge World for the rest of their stuff if they need. Um, but just start yeah. small, small manageable chunks. And then I think once people start playing, they go, okay, this, this really embodies the character. It really embodies what a blood angel is or an ultramarine is or mechanicum you know so i think it's they get immersed easier i think where where do where do you reckon most new people like get like like come to the heresy from like because i've i've got fucking no idea i've just been talking about it for like years and years like i've, I've never really wondered about like how people really get into it but like like new people now do they read the novels and then because all the events I go to, everyone's in their 30s, man. Like, there's no, like, 18-year-old kids just being like, hey, I want to get, hey, gee, Willikers, mister, I want to, I'm a, I really love that sanguine, sanguineous guy. I want to buy a fucking huge army of, him, of those guys with a whole bunch of jets. From what, I've, <laughs> from what I've seen in our shop, it's first one, it's one of a few things. Like, first they'll see one of us in there playing a game of heresy, and it looks way oh, different. Yeah. Like, Holy, yeah. and, you know, the stuff looks cool, man. They're like, holy fuck, like, yeah. what is that? And I'm like, oh. Public like, games, hey. man, yeah. Powerful yeah. fucking, powerful fucking psyops. Just like, yeah, hey, look like, at this shit. This is like yeah. the next tour up. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? What do you mean there's an armor facing in this game? What are those templates yeah. for? I'm like. Well, oh, that really makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so you get that. Um, as of late, a lot from Titanicus, because obviously Titanicus is set in the heresy setting and it has a mm. more advanced rule set. So people are like, Oh shit. Like what is other stuff is in heresy. I'm like, allow me to show you. <laughs> and then, yeah, like you said, and a lot of it is from reading the books. Cause I mean, let's be honest, those books for the most part are unreal and it's a game. I think like, we were, I was having this conversation with a customer the other day where the, the tough part about a lot of the 40 K novels is they don't really write about the characters that are in the game. You know, and then the characters they write about aren't in the game. So, like, mm. whereas Heresy, it's like, boom, you got all the primarchs that are all in the game. All those yeah. big, important first captains are in the game. Yeah. And, you know, even if they write about a dude and he doesn't have rules, there's so many ways you can make your centurions, your different, all, you know, your praetors. Yeah, exactly, like the, yeah. Same thing, the same thing as that character. And built into that Heresy rule set is an awesome narrative, you know campaign that you can run and level dudes up and shit like that so i think yeah those are the three things well, i see in my shop yeah exactly just being able to read those books and then being like oh whoa that's kind of cool like this is the equipment they had they can't the only thing that ever frustrates me about those books is they never just have like here's a 10-man plasma gun team these guys <laughs> yeah, are right? motherfuckers watch us roast <laughs> these fucking bitches like every yeah. fucking combat like they <laughs> never fucking have squad. that shit in there and yeah it eats my fucking balls because they i'm just like god damn it put more fucking just put 10-man plasma you know it, it's never like oh you know like this uh, emperor's children dude's doing this mad raid and then he's just like okay cool are the sun killers in position and they're like yeah we're fucking here and start doing like cool shit like it's always just like you know fucking oh, a bun- bunch of dudes like run in and then like headshot with their bolt guns and then headshot their way through the room you know um 
but yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly. But, the, but when, when you think about like their equipment and stuff, and then you read like the fluff in the black books, like holy shit, like that's yeah. when it like really comes alive. And one of the greatest strengths of the Warhammer games is that you've always been able to design your own characters. You know, it's not like that's why I could never get into War Machine because I'm like. I don't give a fuck about any of these guys. They're all these dumb cyberpunk motherfuckers. I want to make up my own fluff for my own dude. Like, my gun pick dude isn't just some fucking little bitch. Like, you're just, like, you know, you know, like, fucking... I don't know how War Machine even, like, fucking got going, really. I don't know how any any of those games where it's not sandbox just blow my mind. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. With with Rick, one story that I cheat on him with here that I go and I I play occasionally, well, pre-COVID, and when I was playing with my buddy, or I was playing a couple other buddies, we'd be playing 30k people would come over and go, "Oh my god, this is this is cool!" Like it's so it, it would it would draw because it's only us three or four guys playing in a room of like 30, 40, you know, guys and gals, and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" And it would always draw a crowd five, ten people. Like, oh, and they would ask tons of questions. I'm like, "Oh, it's really easy." And this this independent here actually had like Tartaros and cataphracty and stuff. I was like, it's right over there. I can, you know, show you how to do it. And I think once like my buddy who got into relatively new in the last year or so, um, even he commented it. It's the, once you get into the background and once you get into the books, it just seems more like, I'm. it, it just seems more epic, right? It just seems on a grander scale, not like epic the game, but like everything is, to the nines right everything is like stuff's gonna die we know the end result obviously but it's building towards that and it just everything's got a story the armies fit you know the missions play really well the before especially like an eighth uh, i think they changed a little bit with crusade uh in, in the new ninth edition but the missions make you get engaged into they make you play they make you try to achieve something they're not just static gun lines um, you know, like you said, uh, same thing with characters, right? You're like, okay, I have a Primaris guy. Okay, uh, he comes this way, right? There's no way for me to, mm. maybe I put a hammer, but that's, there's nothing like, I'm not putting tons of war gear. I'm getting like three different selections for him to choose from. And here you can build them up. You can do things like gas you know, you start with a chainsaw you build up. There's, it's just the creative like canvas <clears throat> is yeah. much larger. And I think once you can magnetize it, shit, man, you can like, you can magnetize mm-hmm. weapons on characters and just swap them around. You know, like I think one of the oh, uh, benefits so with it as well is there's so many different ways to build your armies as well. So there's no, even if you're an assault heavy army, you you can go different routes. Maybe them might not be powerful if your assault army wants to shoot do shooting as say iron warriors who are great at shooting. But I mean. Matt's making up a uh, Night Lord's biker squad at the moment, aren't you, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on a full biker force for the Swift Blade. So it's, it's totally a different route Matt's going from a traditional Night Lord's player. Well, to look at my Night Lord's forces, I've got the traditional um, terror, terror Squad's army, but I've got a full Night Lord's Terminator army as well. It's like almost any Legion can do anything. Yeah, some just do it better than others. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, so some legions will give you little boosts, but it's also understand. So the thing with heresy is understanding what you want from your hobby. So if you're a gamer, there's understanding what type of gamer you are. 
are you an aggressive person? Do you always run forward? Do you always move your armies forward no matter what? Always looking for combat, always looking to get in close? Or are you someone that's quite cautious and sits back? So the amount of times I've faced World Eaters players who don't who don't move their army out of their own deployment zone is unbelievable. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because that person their character they might like that legion but their character is not suited to that legion and i say that to, i've said that to them before I said why are you playing world eaters yeah it's a great color scheme but you're sat there with las cannons and quad mortars it, it just doesn't fit although they the the original legion would have been able to do that by the time of the heresy they've all had butcher's nails implanted to them and they're frothing b- berserkers anyway so you need to be charging. Always be charging if you're a fucking world eater. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a more tactical, nuanced game, play Ultramarines or Imperial Fists or so, you know, it, Black Shields. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find find a legion. That's a challenge. Play Black Shields. I fucking love Black Shields. Yeah. Chimera. Uh, but uh, yeah, so f- find out what. And the other thing that happens with heresy, so I've got a friend at work whose son started playing 40k um, and has already said, I'm more interested in this heresy stuff, Dad. And the reason why he's more he- interested is you hit the nail on the I head. Heresy podcast. Which, <laughs> I've podcast. But the people that are playing heresy, as you said, kids we're uh, maybe he's Colombian. He could be our maybe Colombian. Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> but we're in our 30s and 40s, and we spend more time on the hobby aspect. So nearly every heresy army that you see is on the tabletop, is fully painted. Because, yeah, you guys have really pushed that fully painted for closers piece. And, yeah, but that's resonated with, the, with the, the heresy hobby community. Most of the armies you see on the tabletop are painted. Um, some of the stuff you see on Instagram is outstanding. It's like actual pieces of art that some of the hobbyists that are out there do, and they get thousands of likes retweeted around. And that's what this guy saw. He, his son was looking for space wolves on Instagram, and all he saw was 30k space wolves being painted. And they, they're glorious. They don't look like the cartoon color scheme of the modern mm. 40k. They look like brutal space Vikings. And that's really, really appealed to this young kid. Uh, and that's what he wants. He wants to learn about Horus Heresy. So absolutely listen to the I Horus podcast. Um, <laughs> and you find out is what I've told him. But that's how I don't suggest for young children you listen to the I Horus podcast. Mm, not no, they, 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 need, they, need, they have to be like indoctrinated into adult life early. Or if you're ISIS, yeah. don't listen. Definitely don't listen. They have to be at least six years old to understand. An ISIS bot. So yeah, yeah, back when I ISIS, back when you were really active, don't listen to those episodes from that time. <laughs> please. So we no, uh, I'm not saying please. Just don't Charlie Hebdo. So Michael, yeah. when we know Tim's view, what would you say to people who say it's just all Space Marines fighting each other? I would say at the base level, yes, but um, I think <laughs> as people have brought up the point. Every Legion fights differently and feels different to play. I've got several different... I've got Alpha Legion, Imperial Fists, and Emperor's Children. And they all play completely different, feel completely different. They're all completely different um, aspects of the way the Astartes work. So 
I'd say at one level, yeah, if you just want to run the same thing with every legion, that's going to be boring. But if you sort of, I think everyone's talked about some great ways to start, but I think if you take it one step back, pick something that you're passionate about. For me, I pick something that I like in the fluff or the black books and go, ooh, that really sticks out to me. I love that theme. That's what I'm going to start with. And a tactical way is always a great way to start because that's where I started with a tactical squad. I barely ever use it, but it's a great points filler when I do get to use it. So... I'd, I'd say some of the legions do feel pretty similar, but no, nah, they're all completely different. Once you really get into it and start tailoring them and making them specifically different, yeah, there's, there's so much difference. It's, it, it is 18 different armies. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, and you've got the the sandbox of the Colts and Militia list. You've got Solar Rocks that Gaz keeps promising he's going to do, but never does. <laughs> uh, the Mechanicum Force, I mean, Tim, you've basically got what four armies of Mechanicum out of that yep. you can make. Uh, oh, probably yeah, yeah. I can mix it around. Yeah. Make, like, five. you can have a. a There's only so many troops choices list. you can paint. You know, it's it's amazing. Like the the hobby isn't just marine on marine, but even if it was, so what? That's that is epic. The whole story right. is about the it's not marine on marine. The whole thing is it's. Traitor versus loyalist. The only thing that fucking matters is traitor versus yeah. loyalist. And the traitor dogs need to fucking die. If you're a traitor dog, AYS. <laughs> do what we were telling fucking ISIS to do like several years ago. Um, fucking just, uh, yeah, loyalist versus traitor. That's the only thing you need to know. And then you yeah. go away and you build your list. And you can just choose from any of the fucking list, basically, if you can, like, come up with a reason for traitor ultramarines or whatever then fucking do it there's yeah. probably some corrupted in some way yeah absolutely absolutely and then don't feel don't be afraid to mix up armies either so you you, you can build armies of dark compliance you can build uh vigil aperti lists or whatever they're called in the ultramarines where you've got humans running around with tanks and everything you can build uh, all sorts of different allied detachments together and fuck it it's narrative so just do what you want just have the units you want there's no me and gaz have played one of the best games i played against gaz was when he came and stayed with me in germany and we had militia on the table we had mechanicum on the table we had knights on the table as well as our two legions and it was it was just an epic game where terrain was blowing up pipelines were going up refuel stations were being taken out People were getting into night harnesses and then driving them around because we just role played a load of it. It was it was an epic game of a massive fucking raid by blood angels on a, a Sons of Horus facility deep within Horus, you know territory on the planet that Horus had. It gave so much to what we were doing. It wasn't just right. We're rolling dice and a game of chess, but using fucking models. It was a, a story. It was a, a, a piece of cinema in our minds brought to life on a tabletop and that's what the heresy is for me it is a mm, is yeah. a, an immersive environment so much so that i've decided to try and talk on a podcast about it so we go yeah. we're talking quite a bit about why you'd start the heresy but how would you go about making your list you know really first start buying them first models i know we've already said tactical squads are a solid unit but you know, for someone who's really starting out, they're totally unsure. What would what advice would you give them for starting? You know, if if you went back now, 
to when you first started? Because we all started off, I dare say, with a betrayal book yeah. where we just cost. Well, I'll speak for myself. I got just so excited. I was literally just buying anything and everything because everything would just excite me. So, so Matt, how would you look about starting a new legion? Because you always start a new legions, Matt. You. <laughs> yeah. So the way I go about it now is plan, plan, plan. Um, like decide what legion you want to play. Think about what kind of force you want to play, and just get the book and build an army list, and then build another one, and then build another one, and look at those army lists and think which one really excites you. Which one do you really enjoy? And I'm not the biggest fan of, um, as we mentioned earlier, just picking one list and only building to that. But at first, you should be deciding, okay, I want a 1,000 points of this. What am I buying? What am I building? What am I painting to get a 1,000 points of this? Then get that 1,000 points on the table and decide what do I want my next 1,000 points to be. Yeah, I think... Uh... I don't remember if anyone remembers the uh, Battle for Warlords or something like that they used to have in White yeah. Dwarf, where they used to they used to play a game with a small points, and then that next month they'd say, "Oh, my army is lacking in such and such. I'll buy this." And there are cer certain units like you can never struggle with uh, tactical squads. Mm -hmm. Leviathan's always a strong choice. Contemptors are always good. So, what? Other units do people think would benefit starting forces? Terminator Squad. You're always good to have a Terminator. So there's a reason why the Betrayal at Calf box set was so good. And that was it gave you free, free, free tactical squads, a Terminator Squad, some characters, and a Dreadnought. And you can't go wrong with that as a base for your, for your Legion. And then you add in the specialist units that, that matter to you that, and tailor you to your your play style but definitely i think a, a terminator squad is a good investment regardless of the legion that you're playing yeah i yeah. think that's a good option and i think having um taking uh your legion specific if you've decided on a legion invest in a legion specific squad it gives it a bit more yeah. character and it's probably something unless it's been exterminators it's probably something you're going to use all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't, also, yeah, you get, can't get a fucking uh, get one of those Derridaires that are with the Arachnus uh, Laz cannons. It's like a strength 10 twin link Laz cannon thing, and so that's just good for shooting shit like tanks and stuff. But also, if someone decides to play with planes, you can be like, ah, one step ahead of you and just intercept them, and you've got a chance of just like killing that plane outright every turn, which is always awesome because just hold it like. You know, you might you might be able to just stave off like an air escalation because once people start bringing in their lightning primes with like yeah, cracking penetrators and shit, yeah. Um, so yes, I, I would say everyone starting out, everyone get like a, get the dare dare. It's just like you you've got different weapons as well. You can buy the weapons separately and you can magnetize them. So you might want to like in ZM. I'm planning to run mine in ZM, although rules is written like because of the base size. I'm not, apparently not allowed to, but I'm just going to because I've got a I've modeled it with like a um the automatic per base. <laughs> well, yeah. First of all, I put on a smaller base, so fuck you. And also, <laughs> um, I I put the fucking automatic per mass upgrade, automatic per base. Sorry, that says it's designed for Zone Metallus. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I'm running it. But anyway, is so that then that, I can run like is that I've that got the top? Plasma cannon is sorry, is that that top that was 
you know, shown at a, a horror Society weekend about four years ago that's never been released. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no I made yeah. my own. They showed that. Coming 2021. Yeah, they showed that in the second missiles. Hopefully. They finally got the second missiles, but no. Yeah, second rack, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, and and it's totally, like, you can put magnets on that super easy. You can swap between the different missiles. I think the missile rack is really good as well. I just like the last cannon, the rackness thing, because it's like, is it two shots or is it just one shot? I think it's two shots, right? I think it's two. Yeah, and it's BS5, ba-boom, you can intercept with it, you can get Skyfire and intercept if you don't move, and just, like, if you gun, you can gun down a plane, uh, and it's it's got Exoshock as well, right, so if you penetrate, you get an automatic another hit, mm-hmm. yeah. so, like, yep. fucking, man, it's such a savage thing, that's a good thing to just, like, uh, chuck in your army, because, uh, you know, if you've already got a Leviathan, back it up with one of those Laz Cannon beasts. And then, yeah, you're ready. You're ready for to go to put in your army last. Like, you don't, you know, maybe run your thousand points, run your second 500 points or whatever. See what, if you've got any holes in your game, if anyone brings the lightning prime or starts running like fucking dual storm, uh, what are they called? Fire raptors? Dual fire raptors? There's a fire raptor meta. Or, or um, also, um, if, if there's some local Mechanicum jerk just like oh. cracking out the fucking Vulture Axe. I wonder uh, who runs three of them. Smashing it with Haywire with Vulturax, you can just start blasting with the Arachnus, and um, like you've got a good chance of just like badly damaging them, grounding them, and if they ground them, if you ground them, then you can pound them with thunder hammers and shit like that. Uh, so that's, that's another thing though that I you should do is invest in some of the more esoteric weapons that you don't get in 40k, personally. So tomb yeah. weapons, Volkai all over. Oh. The place. Oh, Rick, was that you? Yeah, loving the, you fucking tomb. You sound like such a fool. <laughs> full fucking, like, full weapons teams, man. There's none of that shit in 40k. Like, just full, like, oh, it's 10 dudes, and we all just picked up a melder gun because we've got fucking hundreds because it's the fucking Legion. Or, yep. like, um, just 10, like, uh, instead of, like, imagine this, like, there's 10 Marines and, like, six of them have bulk guns, and only four of them pick up a last cannon? What the fuck are the <laughs> other guys doing? We're just here to stand here and die to preserve yeah, these four last cannons. <laughs> Yeah, that's dumb as shit fucking ever. Like, I don't know how chapters just cucked themselves so hard. They're like, hey, like, that's the that's the biggest thing that, like, fucking the change in, from Legion tactics to dumb fucking bullshit chapter tactics that Gilliman put in. He, like, is it's just yep. cucking them. Like, he's already cucked them down to a thousand size, so it can't be above a thousand. Otherwise, you're going to break off and start a new fucking chapter. Like, fucking uh you know like uh fuck you and then they're like okay all right stupid primark isn't it so that's what he said look at he's come back he's he's back in 40k right and he's gone that's not what i fucking said that wasn't in the codex where did you get this from is that what he says yeah because they've got squads of 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 specialist weapons they've got 10 man squads with melter or plasma repeat or whatever the fuck yeah so will he fucking will someone cut them maybe i'll please rerun it yeah, he looked at oh, it and he was I, like, oh, it's my bad. That was not the way to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> went too far. Mm. You, you misinterpreted uh, what I wrote. It, you know, no, and- the first thing he did when he was reanimated is he's like, are any of my brothers still alive? And they're like, yeah, fucking all of the chaos ones, bro. And then he's like, <laughs> okay, so remember that shit I told you where you can only take one plasma gun in a fucking 10-man squad and one heavy weapons in a 10-man squad and also your heavy weapons concentrations are only 4 out of 10? Yeah, that was bullshit. Okay, you need to go back to 10 fucking last count. Yeah. 
that's that's the most cucking thing ever. Like who maybe the Alpha Legion like snuck in and rewrote it after he signed it or something. Like, <laughs> <trust that. laughs> like sent this Put out, out. Yeah. four per turn, and these le- like chapters are getting it going. What the fuck? Yeah, that's it. That's that's exactly what happened. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. his work. You can't you can't not Gilliman. He was Gilliman's the oh, Avenger. Wait, song. hold on. I just realized you Gilliman. Um. Uh, uh, what? What? What do you call? Like, yeah, Gilman and Lover. So, yeah, Gilman It's not an apology, mate. I don't have to apologise <laughs> for the greatest primal. <laughs> fucking greatest. Just fucking Imperium for like thousand, ten thousand, or however many thousands of years it was that he was like. How how long was he like after Fulgrim cut his throat? Like how long well, was no, he in, in the stasis thing? So, so no one actually knows. That's the that's what? the beauty of it. That, well, that's what? what they say in the new in all that new fluff that's been written for Forty K. It's like oh, they I haven't been scaring. We think it's we think it's Warhammer forty thousand, but it it could be that we're not in the forty first millennium. We could be a little bit further on. We could be a little bit behind. Because the temporal records are being fucked about with so much. What? Temporal yeah, that's that's one of the first yeah. things he says. He's like, I don't even know what fucking year it is. Yeah, he, he talks. He talks about the the emperor's clock that was made as a standard isn't yeah. the standard anymore, and different regions have different time scales. So I, I don't even know where I what time this is anymore. No one knows. Is it All because knows, the goal? There was a power surge, and the Golden Throne was re- reset to like midnight, <laughs> and no one knows how to change it. Why two forty k? Do you reckon the clock still flashes like your alarm <laughs> clock does? It's just there, like please reset me. And everyone's like, oh, I've lost the manual. I don't know where how to do this. Yeah. This sounds like make it hard to retcon easier. But, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But genuinely, this sounds like guys, that fucking conspiracy theory where, like, the Catholics like changed the calendar in and the just cha- calendar change. Yeah, they changed it three hundred years, so like it's only like they just basically some guy in six whatever the fuck seven hundred was like, oh, I want to be the uh, Holy Roman Emperor uh, at the thousandth year after the death of Christ. And so they basically just went, okay, cool. Well, let's just change the fucking thing and celebrate 1,000 next year. <laughs> There's a conspiracy well, theory that that's the thing. There's also the same people who believe that also believe that all mountains are just da- giant beasts that have fallen over and turned into like a mountain, <laughs> into rock. You wait, 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 wait. On a flat just, planet. <laughs> yeah, FYI. So if the first one sounded fucking like it could be compelling for you, just factor in all mountains <laughs> are dead beasts. But they are. <sighs> they are. <laughs> they are. If you're a salamander. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. trying to go back onto subjects. Do you, uh, is, where were we? Yeah. What to start with? Yeah, basically, pretty much. Um, so the Holy Roman Emperor. It, it was. It was like three hundred years. They had to ride override it to see. How much plastic do you reckon you can get away with using in? Uh, Lots. Heresy. Lots. Hey. 80%-ish. Yeah, so if you think about it, tactical squads we've already covered. You've got three, Mark three, Mark four tactical sets at the moment. You can use a Mars Rhino. You can use the Mars base, like chassis Predator, as long as you don't give it the dual LAS cannon. You can use the Land Raider. You can use the Land Speeder. You can use the Bike. Although you might want to change the rider, uh, and the same on the Land Raider. Uh, uh, sorry, the Land Speeder. Um, 
So you, you've got all of them. Yeah. You can use the Terminators. Terminators you can use. You can use what else? Uh, yeah. So I mean that, and that gives you all most your special stuff. weapons and stuff like that too are hybrid, yeah. so they're mostly plastic. Yeah. You know, even if you're doing different weapons, but you can yeah. even go all plastic heavy bolt or all plastic missile launcher too. Yeah, absolutely. And even if you wanted special weapons or heavy weapons that weren't in plastic, or you couldn't get enough of them, you could buy the ten pack of melters and put those on plastic marines. You can. Yep. You can absolutely. Can. You can. You can buy the sanguinary guard set, and you get five jump packs in that. Mark four plastic jump packs. So you don't have to put the wings on. Or you could have ten boxes of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, guys, but we we play real legions, so. Just <laughs> fine. Yeah. So, you, but so you can get you could do, uh, and as as Tim's already said, there was the great Goldini did a, a, a fully plastic Night Lords army. You can easily he's still do doing it. it. Yeah, he's still yeah. building it. Like custom, he's he's just working on like fucking twenty four jetpacks or something insane. There you go. You can easily do custodies. You can do an army of pure plastic custodies if you wanted. Yeah, that's the easiest one. If you're in playing 40k and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I wanna be an adult, and now I wanna like, I'm gonna play like an adult game, um, and hang out with the fucking just you know older do older older man, older gentleman. I'm gonna play fucking heresy. Room, just get a custodes army because then you can play it in 40k as well. Like it's easy, yeah. and then you can come to 30k and play against, and we'll put you up against demon lists, which are also just like harsh yeah. motherfuckers. And you can just play them all day. You can just read like Master of Mankind, and you can just play as many demon lists as you want. And maybe some trader dude will be like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll fucking play against them. And, and then actually, de- demons are a good point. It's very easy to get a lot of plastic demons. Yeah. The fact you could do a full demon army that's just plastic. Yep. You don't need to get yep. any resin or metal. Yeah. You might already have bad. a demon army playing 40k. I don't know if yeah. demon armies are even a thing in 40k or whether they exist or what. Yeah. And like I said before, malicious forces, you can use your 40k army pretty much yep. straight off. Mm-hmm. Any of those old school Imperial Guard armies? Yeah. You can use a ton of shit out there, all the infantry and all the tanks. So, uh, if you're reading uh, the... Siege of Terrace uh, books. One of the pictures of of a guardsman there is basically a Cadian. You know, yeah. his gear is exactly the same as Ooh, what the Cadians just have SDC now. Armor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah just SDC so. shit. It's just what so, some fucking box told them to fucking wear. Like, yeah, just wear this best armor. And this, so, so the only the only part that I wish they would do. So in um, what's it called? Uh, the Vengeful Spirit book. Vengeful Spirit, is it just called that? Yeah, Vengeful yeah. Spirit. You have Chimera's mentioned. So you have the armoured personnel carrier that's used in 40k for the for the Imperial Guard infantry mentioned in the Heresy. And it's just because, I, I can't remember who said, oh, they weren't around at the time. Some some Forge World guy at one of the weekends yeah. said, oh, they weren't around at the time. They fucking were, according to Graham McNeil. That does it for me. Yeah. That's enough. Ah, uh, yeah, they but he, he got it wrong. <laughs> Who got it you wrong? Can just, you can just use your like fifth fifth edition Imperial Guard. Like if you're one of those people who are just like, man, fifth edition was the last edition where they got that right. Or if you're one person who sixth edition or seventh edition was the last edition where they got it right, you can pretty much just use like those lists as well. Like yeah. people, if you want to get in in the scene, people will fucking like you know like most heresy people have played so many heresy games. Like 
I'm like always interested in new experiences, if you know what I mean. So like yeah. gunning some fucking Eldar down as they just try and like run towards me with their short range little bullshit weapons. And I just like use Volkites to just incinerate them and laugh at them, just like ha ha ha, Xanos. Like that shit's fucking sweet. So I mean, if you want to learn how to play the game, take one of your seventh ed armies against like someone's army. Like it'd be fucking sweet. You'll have a fun time. And, well, and my most pe- players will probably be nicer about beating you than that. <laughs> so there's a there's a few more tips that I would advise anyone who's looking to start the heresy. Do uh, one of them. Sorry, my phone's just randomly gone off. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't even know who's Thanksgiving. I thought that was months ago. Games Workshop HQ, yeah. man. Listening <laughs> in, they're like, guys, my friend, get these guys off. So I get Ricky's fired. Fucking American, he's fucking fired, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, one of the pieces of advice I would definitely give to any new person, and I've literally just spent some money on there today, is join Heresy Trading. You always get some great value uh, merchandise on Facebook. It's most people sell it for either roughly around four draw uh, prices or slightly cheaper in most cases of stuff that they've brought and you know and want rid of. Why you'd want rid of Forge World, I don't understand. You know, I've only ever brought on there, I've never sold, and I can't see myself ever selling anything. But that's one of them things, you know. It's if you are a person who has a bunch of portraits sitting around and you do want to make some money, put it up. And put it up slightly cheaper. And then you'll definitely sell it. And then yeah. undercut everyone else. But, right? And then people who buy it get it cheaper too. Boom. Let's, let's use Gaz with it because he clearly can't say no to any yeah. portable purchase <laughs> ever. Yeah. Message Gaz, what? yeah. If you've yeah. got another 10 boxes of Sanguinary Guard, and you're like, <laughs> fuck, I know some cunt that would fucking love this shit. Like, Sa- hit Gaz up. Sanguinary Guard or Storm Ravens. I've got 16 Storm Ravens as well. But anyway. Good God. <laughs> Going swiftly, that was before heresy. I'd like to. And then you lock up, and then you like serial killer cell lock up. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how right you are there, Tim. Ooh, yeah. Wow. I was always hoping I'd see like you remember those fucking um, those uh English like detective shows with uh, where it was always like some woman fucking uh, we felt pulled some bill. some woman out of a yeah, canal no not even the bill like the other ones the, the shows shows that they used to play like after the bill they were like always like yeah the midnight summer murders or something like that no 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 no, no. like um oh, ah, the darling buds of May no not, <laughs> no not darling buds of May. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was like there was always shit. a woman in the in the Thames, and they'd pull her out, and then they'd just like track back through their life and like fucking figure out who killed them and shit. I always was just hoping that they'd, they'd go into some dead person's room, and there would just be all this like like some murdered person's room, and it would be full of like Warhammer models, and just well, like oh yeah, he was into some weird shit. I've some got prime suspect right now. I've yeah, got prime suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime suspect. Helen Mirren. Exactly. Have you ever yeah, Helen exactly. Mirren? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was trying to think of the movie where, that where she gets banged. Is it Caligula? Yeah. She gets like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think of that movie so I could give the Helen Mirren reference, but I fucking couldn't think of the movie. Have you seen Gaz recently? He does look like Fritzel. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at the kids man. So, so a basement full of locked up stuff is is not beyond him. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I have 
I'd like to have claim of one of the weirdest four-drawed items you can possibly get. <laughs> so, when Mordaifen first came out, I brought a pack, a forge. You know, the very first day those come released, you know, and I was about, I don't know, three or four months earlier. I paid. Are you waiting when the doors opened? Like when you're the first what? person through the doors? That was my, uh, that was my warlord. So anyway. Uh, I've brought these, and they cost me £52. They don't even cost £52 now. If I was to buy them now, they'd cost £42. And I brought them for £52, and then when they got released, they went to something like £35. And I went to Fort Jordan, and they went, yeah, it's just one of them things, isn't it? I was like, cheers. Oh, oh. Oh, fuck you. No way. I thought you were going to be talking about your, um, what do you call it, Solar special character. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Have you? No. Did you ever what? see that on uh, Twitter? Uh, so do you know that Solar Exilia Medics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one of those, yeah. Yeah, I've brought, I brought one <laughs> of them also. And uh, brought it at Forge World. Never thought anything of it. Obviously discontinued. I thought it's no problem. I've got one. Yeah. Went up to uh, the loft today. Look, looked at it. Obviously, it's got that four drawer sticker of surgeons on the front. You turn it round, and on the back, it's got Sigismund. Wow. Yeah, they've, they've stuck Sigismund's price code and the Solar Exilia. Uh, surgeons, oh, on. so I don't know. Actually, yeah, I don't actually know what's in that box. So I'm going. I'm, so I've let that surgeon go out of stock, thinking, oh, I've, I've got some. I don't need any. And what I've really got is Sigismund. Well, it could be Sigismund anyway. You haven't opened the box yet. No, I, you should have a fucking mystery charity thing where, like, once, yeah. it, like, once, like, once, once you raise like a hundred quid for some charity or whatever, then guys will open the box and find out what it is. See, and then also on the side, we can have betting. <laughs> See, I'm yeah. hope, I'm hoping when Fordraw re- reopens, that I can go to Fordraw, show them the They'll box. X-ray it. Yeah, and extra. Well, I can say to him, "Look, I'll open this." What here, are they going to do? Get now. Yuri Geller out to guess what's in there? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I open it in front of him, they and say to him, "Look, if it's Sigismund, I don't want it. Can I bring you back? If it's the other item, then I want to keep it." And if they say, "If it's Sigismund, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, swap," you know, swap the items, then I'll I'll get something else. I'll be devastated. Uh. Well, mystery mm-hmm. box, mystery box. <laughs> Lesson <laughs> learned when you buy from Forge World, open your shit and check it. Yeah, yeah. You should ra- you could raffle it. People wouldn't know what they're gonna get. Some kind of mystery box. Oh, that's like a good thing for like an event. Like if you come first place in this event, you win mystery box. And we can also have betting. Oh, that maybe that, better is it? That, that's, maybe that could be the pri- mystery box. Maybe that could be the prize for three thousand points of this fan army painted. It- be a great prize. They get either Sigismund, we'll open it and look, and they'll either get Sigismund or we'll send them a ten pound voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will do fucking uh like Imperial Fist armies in preparation. Yeah. <laughs> so So actually that's D6 a good segue. Rolling. That's a great segue into what we what we want for twenty twenty one. 
say mystery box, mystery box, <laughs> mystery <laughs> box. <laughs> I, I would like a Solar Auxilia Primus medic guy. Just <laughs> yeah. start selling mystery boxes. Mystery. <laughs> Another hey, product James idea. Did that, didn't they? They did the um, the supply drop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you're into um, what, what's that game where it's set Beast in the uh, yeah, Beast Grave? Do you have I all the cards for Beast Grave? No, cool. Now you've got fucking th- two sets. I, I bought that. <laughs> I got that, and I got it thinking it was the other. What's the other one? Warcry? Yeah. I thought it was that. Yeah. It's like Warcry looks quite good, but this other game, Underworld, fucking shit. So, uh, <laughs> I've got a load a of that. Carbon. It's a lot of carbon. Just all carbon shit. Years ago in the U.S., they had like the bits. This is like twenty plus years ago. They had the bits racks where you could order the bits. Well, that shit got knocked over, and instead of like trying to find everything, they're just like, "Hey, buy a mystery bag," and they were just scooping them into bags. So you would just buy bits for like thirty bucks, and you get this massive bag of just metal bits that could be so random because they're just like, "We can't put all these back in bins. Just sell it." So yeah, they could do something like that. I definitely buy bits. things like that. I would. But this year, then, so 2021, (laughs) there's a there was a movie called Mystery Box. See, this is a new concept for the show, guys. Fucking like Mystery Box. Who knows where it's gonna what's gonna happen? Is Gaz gonna just take it to Games Workshop and go, "Hey, guess what's in the box?" and like somehow get them to just all they're going to do is just cynically open it and go uh yeah. it's just fucking Sigismund. And if you then okay if you do that you've got to film it you've got to film them doing it yeah, okay. we want to see how how uh, like dead their eyes are as they just <laughs> rip that box open and go why uh, you shake it why you shake it and shake it and shake it like a crying baby yeah shake it until you figure it out <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, Sigismund will be in way did, less pieces than the fucking. Um, like you'll be able to tell the difference by shaking it. This, Could you imagine? This you imagine might you open it, and it's neither of them, and uh-huh. it's like Corbach's utter blight or whatever mm-hmm. it is. That fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Shake. Where have you got it, guys? Is it right there? Shake it. No, it, it's in the loft. The loft is the hobby storage. Oh, the loft. It's not a lockup. Yeah. No. So, yeah. yeah. It's Fritzel loft. Th- this oh, might upset uh, Michael, but. When I even, I was so devastated when I saw Sigismund because I looked at him and thought, if there's one Legion, well, there's a few, but I've just got no desire to do Imperial Fists. There's a, you know, yeah. I, I, I thought, if, there's, if it's another character, I'd think, mm, yeah, I could probably do that. But Imperial Fists, there's just never been a desire. Yeah, there's the colour of cowardice. Yeah. It's the colour of greatness. But I get that. I get that. They're basically just ultramarines, but very slightly better. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's thinking how to piss off two people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm happy with that. I, I agree. So, what do what do we want for 2021? So, there's a lot of rumours that 2021 is going to be the year of heresy. That's, that's what's going around the traps as the guys down under. Would Where's say. it coming from there? Where's it coming from? We, Which traps? We've we've Ma- mainly Gaz. Yeah, we've <laughs> we've had some uh, emails in about rumours about mm. coming out. So uh, hopefully, plastic Proteus. Have you heard plastic Proteus? I've heard a uh, plastic Thunderhawk. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've heard <laughs> The year of flyers, eh? Yeah, the yeah, the year of, year of flyers. 
but there, there is talk of a, a a new box set, like a start collecting type box set, or a a, a bo- you know like a bring back calf campaign might have had some success. So there's talk of new plastics and maybe some armor marks being shifted into plastic. There's there's talks of new rule sets. There's talks of new ways of doing the books a bit more like the Necromunda um, release schedule. There's all sorts of different rumors, and a lot of it's probably just community wish listing and whatnot. But why not indulge? So let's do some more right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, exactly. so, so here's you what know what they should do. They should, wait, they you just hit on it right then when you talked about aircraft. Remember seventh ed when they brought out the aircraft thing where it added an extra aircraft phase to the game mm-hmm. in seventh ed 40k, and it's just a total pile of shit, and everyone's like, "No, we're not playing that." They should do that for Heresy. There's tons of planes in the fucking 30k. Maybe they could make it work in Heresy. Add an aircraft t- phase to the game via a huge expansion where you just reprint the rules for every aircraft in the game and then cynically write like fucking 50 pages of <laughs> aircraft fluff and then just go like, it's new, all new Horace Heresy Air Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just call it Death, quid. Death from to... the Skies or whatever. Just to yeah. use the same <laughs> name, recycle the same yeah. name. Yeah, it comes <laughs> with a plastic Thunderhawk and it comes with a plastic Xiphon or something. So, you so formation. Xiphons or the Thunderhawk? Okay. Which one do you want to place on? Yeah. <laughs> so genuinely, formations is the thing I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yikes! Yikes! So, Gross. so one thing I know uh, it's been going around so much that it's probably a cert. Is the altering of the black black books going to the Necromunda or Titanicus setup? What I've said personally is, I I don't mind that. I've got no problem with that. I'll buy more. But it'd be nice if every after every four there was to release them four in a black book. Because I would still mm. buy that just to carry on my black books. I don't know if anyone else with a black book collection would, but I would. I'd still I buy think- even if I, I'd still buy all the individual ones and the black book. Like book eight, I've got the softback and the black book. I think that'd be great, but they have to vary the heights of the black books just ever so slightly, just to really upset people. Oh, Come over <laughs> the unique spine logo set up as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fucking yeah! Cheers for that one. But no, no, I think that'd be a good setup actually, because whilst I do buy the, buy the black books, I personally would rather buy smaller books. Um. So that I, when I am going and playing a game, I don't have to carry four black books breaking my back walking somewhere. Um, yeah, so I think actually releasing them immediately with the uh, the rules in, and then, as you say, every couple of years or so, condensing them all into one big back, a big black book. I think that'd be good. Mm. Yeah, my, my OCD I'm wants a book ten. Was that Carl? Your my OCD, OCD my my OCD wants a book ten. I I can't stop at nine. I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I, I don't want imagine, it. Imagine even with these rumors rolling around that they must have already started work on a book ten. Otherwise, these rumors would have come before. I wouldn't be shocked if you didn't get a book ten first. Well, there's got to be loads of material that wasn't used, isn't there? Yeah. There's got to be. Loads. I don't think there's going to be a book ten, son. I think fucking it's dead. I think someone took it out. Yeah, I it, you're right. put it, no, put it uh, in the ground, buried it in some like, Nottingham uh, fucking forest. Area. Untitled like, heresy. Based. 
I think that's. Do you know when people say heresy is dead? I think they can say book ten is dead. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Okay. Done, and then they're gonna prepackage it, and then create this new series of books. Which who the fuck knows what that's gonna be, right? Like, they've got a lot to play with. If they just decide to drop a new base rule book that's still compatible with all of this in the first quarter, boom, that's one book, and then some rhinos or whatever, or who knows what they're gonna do, right? They could fucking go in any crazy way. Could, See, you, could just start from like Legion One and be like, "Here's a new Dark Angels book." I know you just bought Book Nine, but we've just redone the Dark Angels because they're the first Legion. It's the first book after fucking. So you got a new list, guys, and here's a whole new book that you got to buy to play your Legion. So you could do that to the Dark Angels players. That they really. And the best thing is, Dark Angels players wouldn't moan about it either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Never heard a Dark Angels player moan about anything. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've so. A new rule set is that's on the traps. That's out there. I think I've heard that around the traps. Isn't yeah. that what you've heard? I've heard yeah. we've we've heard new rules, traps, but, but I think who knows? They'll never come out and say anything, right? Like they've got right. no. Like, yeah. New rules is a great thing of game excitement because it, with anything, when new rules comes out, everyone gets excited by them anyway, purely because everyone basically is relearning a game and. It is still exciting. So, but it's not a. So, the rumors I've heard is it's not a, a move to a sort of eighth, ninth edition style. It's it's still our traditional um, weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, etc. Stat lines and and turn sequences that we all we all have grown up with, rather than um, flat rules and. Yeah, weird so you're special about rules. The difference between like six and seventh rather than seventh and eighth. Yeah, yeah, precisely. That's what I've heard. Uh, we're looking at. I don't know if anyone else has heard anything in terms of rule changes. No, I haven't heard anything. But it would be good. Like the if we if we're fucking wish listing, um, I would say like the psychic phase is a pile of shit. Yes. Fucking fix that so yeah. people actually want to play psychers. Like, if you want to fucking some direction, and this is unsolicited, obviously. All I know is I play a lot of games, and fucking no one takes psychers because they're shit, and this phase sucks, and it's a pile of fucking shit. Um, but uh, sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, sorry to swear. Sorry to swear, Gav. Um, but, swear away, mate. Swear away. <laughs> You're fine. But uh, they. Um, so they need to fix that. If they want some direction, go back to second at uh, 40k. Ooh, that fantasy, that sorry, Ooh, that, that psychic phase yeah. is shit hot. You've got like cards. Everyone knows Games yeah. Workshop loves printing cards, and the Necromunda, Necromunda, tons of cards, tons of fun. More cards, more fun. More fucking crazy iterations of extra gaming shit you can do because there's only so many phases in Seventh Ed. Everyone's been playing fucking 20 years basically from third through to seventh. <laughs> It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's just changed very slightly. What are the, oh, they brought in universal special rules. That's when it got more complicated and it's kind of went way better now. But like, it's the same fucking thing. Everyone knows how to play it. Chuck in some extra card system shit so that people can like throw down the psychic things and have, you know, whatever. Just change the psychic phase. Boom, do that. That'd be awesome. And then uh, the other thing they need to change is fortifications because they also suck shit. The fucking like fortifications rules are fucking dog shit. Like you can yeah. put, like I've spent like, I played three thousand point game where I took 
over a thousand points of fortifications and I got fucking just crushed because like, oh yeah, cool. Like you, the building's functionally fucked on the six. So on a five plus from Alaska and it's just fucked and anything under that just fucks all you dudes. It's fucking shit. You can't play it. It's unfucking playable. Even I was using like, the void shield generator, which doesn't even have goddamn rules and the, the rules is written in the new edition, but I was using the L7 third rules for that and a plasma obliterator and I still just got fucked because the building rules are fucked. Change them, fix them. Get, just give them endless hull points because like a bastion only having three hull points or four hull points whatever it is is dumb shit like a land raid should be more fucking sturdy than a goddamn land raid is driving around fucking shooting shit and has to carry guys and stuff all packed into it and like all that other combustible shit like fucking bastions like meant to be an armored strong point it should be harder to kill than a goddamn land raider so just fix that shit, and that'd be awesome. That'd be an awesome fucking addition. That's the only shit they need to change. What else is, is there anything else you would change? The way like challenges work, or fucking anything like that? Like I don't know. I've played a lot of games, and it's pretty, it's pretty fucking good. Like it's easy to play. They fixed it's like a tight, it's, it's quad, a tight system. Yeah, they fixed quad modders. Like, quad modders aren't like so onerous because all the British dudes are like, oh mate, I fucking need a cup of tea after fucking working out all my batteries. I don't, don't I, mate? <laughs> Fucking, um, yeah, we like, always need a cup of tea, thank you mate. very much. Yeah, I want in fucking extra one, mate. Like, fucking, yeah, so onerous. Placing these templates and rolling scatters and shit. It's fucking fucked, mate. So, like, they fixed that by just making one one template. Even for Phosphorx, it makes Phosphorx better. So they fixed the, like... Other, is there anything else? Michael, what, can you think of anything? From any of our games, like... That you get pissed uh, off about? Other than the Emperor's it. Children rules, like... Nah, nah, they're okay. Um, no, I think the big one for me is the psychic phase. I'd love to see it fixed, and especially a return to those card things. That was one of my favorite um, things. Um, yeah. That's from, yeah, I agree. It's a pretty. It, it, the system runs pretty well as it stands. Um, the only thing I'd like to see is maybe some of the power creep addressed. It's not like 6th or 7th edition 40k where the creep's massive, but some of the older legions do suffer a little bit, and they're starting to address that with kind of giving... Like Palatine Blades, a bit of an update. Phalanx Waters, I've noticed, got a bit of an update. So a, a little bit more of that. What would you go? What would you think if they suddenly turned around and says four sulks are gone? But do you remember Ugh. the percentages you what? had at uh, oh, second well, edition? Yeah, Fourth so edition, you know, twenty-five well. to fifty percent is. Uh, troops or things like that. What do you think about that? Do you think it would work uh, well? Uh, I think it, if you went off second ed, second ed system, I think it would work because the bulk of the time it is going to be marine on marine. Obviously, you have other armies uh, that are involved. Um, I think the balance structure is there. I, I just I don't have a problem with the force org at all. I mean, I, I don't know what your and Games Workshop's famous for this. I mean, it's you look at 8th edition, ninth edition, and it's like you don't have to change it just to change it. If it's good and it works well, keep it going. Yeah, right? yeah. and, and that's change. what they've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah with, there hasn't been, like, an edition change. Like, how many editions have they had since 5th edition rule set? Like, they changed once, and then they printed a rule book, right? So they changed from 5th to 6th, and then they printed a rule book for, with 7th rules. And all the rest was just bullshit erratas. Like, it was it's the most stable meta ever. Like, Michael can take the same list that he was taking back in 2014 or whatever, 13 or whatever, and it's still, like, legit now. Like, you know, it's, it's super stable. That's one of the best things about it. I think with the percentage system, though, like, 
you would end up, you'd always just end up like no one's going to take just two 20 mans. They're going to take a 20 man and then a 17 man. Or, you know, just to like yeah. play the percentages right. Like, because the, the, the percentage system, uh, I, like, I like the percentage system for, for fantasy because it's like a yeah. more competitive sort of thing. And that, that's what 8th edition, which is the only fantasy I play, um, has that. <laughs> um, but it also has a force org, sort of like a mini force org. Um, like you, you have to take three units base, and you have to take. So uh, yeah, I guess it could work. It'd just be a pain in the ass, right? Like, I, I think. Yeah, I don't want to have to check someone else's fucking math. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, percentage system's fine if you're working from the ground up, but in a game that's already established, where a lot of people have already bought their armies, I wouldn't yeah. like a change to a percentage. Suddenly, I'd look at it and go, "Oh, well, three of my four armies are no longer valid." I think like sandbox is the ideal thing because anyone can do anything. Whereas as soon as you like start having percentages, you know everyone's going to be like, "Well, I've got to get my twenty five percent heavy support in." Like I've got to fucking like, like and, and and it also adds an extra thing. And this is what happened in Eighth Ed Fantasy is they would we'd play Eighth Ed Fantasy for a while, but then some artists in fucking Sweden were like, "Oh, but well, yes, your Eighth Ed is cool, but what if we had extra rules and restrictions? That would be cool." And then they brought that in, but all it does is it just adds an extra level of list tuning for fucking autistic motherfuckers that are just gonna like just want to fucking crush everybody because like winning at all costs is the only way. Like people will respect me as a fucking human being if I just if I'm the best at Warhammer if I podium at those events. So that's what that's what you end up doing. The more like restrictions and shit you put on, like the more like um, to try and restrict how people play. Like and and that's like it sounds fucking ludicrous for me because like we 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 sort of put the, the whole like centurion thing together. The centurion thing, though, however, is pure, purely based on aesthetically pleasing lists of seeds yeah. of fucking power armored dudes smashing into each other with how giant hammers and shit, and like strangling each other in the fucking mud, and then just like calling down bombardments on fucking just like dudes in the open and shit, and like fucking destroy it. You know, um, that's a kind of that, that that's a that's a uh, an aesthetic thing really that fucking but you know so 20, I, adding yeah what I'm saying is adding the twenty five percent and adding some extra math to it just like plays into the hands of like you know the kinds of people we're talking about um, yeah uh, I say what I would want if it was one one slight change I would ask for and that's increased transport capacity in most vehicles by one so uh, eleven people go. Eleven people yeah. in the back of a rhino, six in the back of a land raider. So you could put that character that's with a squad into the vehicle as well. That would be my change. Nice and simple. Just increase transport capacity by one. What if twelve man land raider there? Because then you can take a full ten man plasma team, a character, and a, a public carry. Like uh, fucking so, emperor intended. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll go with that. For land raiders, it's well, two, so yeah. they, they can take an extra bulky person. So make a Phobos 12, make a fucking Proteus 10, and make and just keep the Achilles that's the, or whatever. That's the, the ticket right there. Yeah. I think you could do things where you, instead of do redoing the Force Orb, you just redo vehicles, what they can do capacity-wise, and then increase some points. Like Scorpius needs increase, uh, the Javelin needs a point increase, you can do a lot of things by balancing the game that way instead of tearing down and restructuring everything. It doesn't necessarily always make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to name something that might be a bit controversial. I've never played... Ninth Ed? Ninth Ed? Yeah. 
I've never played 40k, so well, I obviously that's a lie. I've never played anything <laughs> since seventh uh, edition, I should say. So I've never played eighth. I've never played nine. But I do quite like the idea that as vehicles get damaged, they get worse. Ugh. Oh no! What? R- Ricky missed my my rant last Friday night. <laughs> it just makes them it's- useless, though. Like as soon as you lose half your gun or whatever you're fucked like why bother like you've just wasted all those points for taking like one damage or whatever but, like, but, in, but you're fine with it in Battlefleet Gothic yeah because that's like a fucking kilometers long behemoth that takes ages to break <laughs> up even with the most powerful weapons and it's like made to shoot at other things that are heavily armored and shit as well like, so what's Rick's uh, view because he was absolutely damage disgusted when I just said that oh I I don't like it don't like that and then don't like like I talked about with Matt, you can have some minus armor saves on certain things, but the biggest thing I see with ninth and eighth, as you know, your space marine, you never have a three up armor save because there's always AP minus two, AP minus three, and then like degrading vehicles, like no, nope, 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 no. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to turn into like a lumbering piece of shit that hits you on a six because you stripped whatever off of it. No, dude. I don't think so. Yeah, there's, or, there's already a damage vehicle damage table for that. Exactly. Shoot an arm off, like shoot a fucking leg off and disable it. Shoot an arm off, like just stun it, like just hit it really hard. And it's, the dude inside's like, Ugh, you know, like yeah. Arnie style, like screaming from a fucking zombie <laughs> human. So, so someone who's put, someone who's played Ninth Edition, and my rant, Rick and I were talking about it is. In that game, especially the way you can deep strike in, you can really alpha strike someone. So if you have this big, bad vehicle that you put a lot of power points into or a lot of points into, someone can literally deep strike in, shoot a bunch of shit, and and you're like, it's worthless. Like after one round of shooting, it's freaking worthless. It makes no sense whatsoever. You already have things. You already have a chart. You, things are getting stripped away because you have whole points. So if you have ten whole points and you're down two whole points, you're already screwed. Like, stop like trying to make everything comp. Stop making me track everything. It's just like, but hey, you got a whole point. Hey, yeah, I, I'm just being a nice sayer. I'm just being a nice sayer, like Loki. No, you're being a true sayer. But look at the meta, the metas for surely. And it's if no it's, vehicles. If he's stopping yeah. you for. Uh, Stopping alpha strikes, then surely that's making you take a more balanced list. No, because not everyone you play is going to have a balanced. Like the problem is with that structure is you invest points into a vehicle. Let's call it a Spartan, a Land Raider, whatever, and then you transpose that to Ninth Edition. You spend points into that. Literally, someone can deep strike down and make it less effective where it's almost out of the game. So why don't you just have it destroyed? That's the thing. It's it's more like a slap in the face. Why don't you just blow it up so I have to stop moving this piece of shit around the table, right? But then what happens is what's happened in ninth, I almost never take vehicles anymore. It reminds me of second edition. I have one vehicle and all troops instead of having a mix. And that's what I like about 30K is like I could throw a whole – Terminator army out there, or I could do all predators. I can have a mixed force instead of going. It's just worthless because that thing gets shot and it's a waste of points. I don't want to have that happen. So one so thing, wanted- one thing I'd like to see changed because I always love the idea, but when I I haven't done it, so maybe I'm wrong. 
But when I calculate it, I think, mm, I don't think it'll quite work, is how people assault out of flyers. So I'd like to see something. I don't want my flyer going in hover mode, to be honest. I'd like to be able to assault from it zooming. So it zo zooms in your, your TE to two. <laughs> like, you should have I hate to, to tell you, a helicopter has to hover when troops assault out of it. Yeah, but this is a 41st millennium. Aerodynamics, I mean, I mean, aerodynamics we already know don't work in it 40 40k because we have no idea of the magical systems. Now, you, you're magic. going to imagine a gun. Yeah, those gunships. I always imagine is like in what's that South African movie? Um, oh, yeah, Elysium. Yeah, where they fly around in the gunship and he's just like throwing fucking shooting dudes out the hatches and stuff. That's what I always imagine, but they still has to like come down really low so they can jump off. Like, yeah. So if you're gonna, like, if you unless they're a hover, marines, it's maybe. not hovering off the ground. It's not like maybe, maybe if you ground. have a, maybe if you had ten assault marines in that, you fly over something and they can deep strike and then assault. Maybe, but I don't know. It seems pretty like. Yeah, that's that, a very niche blood angel thing you're going on. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I don't. I'm not saying move. They they jump out and then they assault. So they. They're stuck in whichever direction it goes across, or Let's just go back to Rhino something Russian like that. Then. <laughs> but I look, Chris, I don't want my say Storm Eagle, and bear in mind, I've the only Storm Eagle I've got is for Raven Guard. I don't want my Storm Eagle in the hover mode because as soon as it goes in the hover mode, it's dead. We we all know that. You're still gonna jink. You're still gonna jink, and you got yeah. armor twelve. Like, dude, those things are like so that's such a pain in the ass to kill. And and that's you're assuming that, that that's the only target that they've got to shoot at, right? Like, what else are you throwing at them? Are you dropping a bunch of like, no, if you want to keep that alive, drop a bunch of those fucking um, what are those drop pods that shoot shit in every direction? Those are really good Death now. Storm. The missile ones. Yeah. yeah. Take a bunch of them and put them up in people's faces, and they're gonna waste so much of their firepower on those that like your jet just like, because you, you're just gonna come on flying and then. Or, or are you going to like deep strike it into hover mode and then disembark from it and then oh, next deep, turn assault? You've got, then, you've got deep strike. I think the flyers the should be able to deep strike much better than what they can. The idea they can just crash and burn on first first turn, that's definitely an orc thing, which I love if it was playing orcs. But There's not much shit that makes that happen there, right? It's only impossible that you can't balance the plane on, right? Yep. Like it's not like it's pretty high, and you you, min, you minimum scatter, and and you can always scatter off like a you can always deep strike off a like a nuncio vox as well, so you can call them in like super accurately. But you've got two choices: you can either you can either deep strike it in in skimmer mode, and then dudes can immediately disembark and shoot the shadow something, which I think is pretty fucking sweet. Or you can deep strike it in flying mode, and then next turn you have to go into skimmer mode. And then you can move up to six inches, and then you can assault. So they're the two options. They're both like you know you're going to expose yourself, but you still got four plus save, like we said. You still got AV twelve, like even a Derrida. Like fucking, I've seen people just fire a Derrida, and you're like, see you in hell, you dumb jet, and like, nah, it didn't kill it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, all right. That's it. I'll tell you I what I would good. like to get rid of actually is that fucking term balanced. Ah, oh, fucking hate it. Armies should like. If I wanted to play a balanced game, I'd play chess. I don't want to play balanced games. I don't. I don't want to do it. I want. I don't mind either 
like nothing in life is balanced. The whole idea, the concept of it is. <laughs> to be fair, shit. chess is unbalanced because whites go first. Yeah, yeah. Someone goes first, and then you you can't. And some people are just born smarter at chess than yeah, other people. Precisely. How's that? Fucking fair. Yeah, exactly. So some people are just born way better at fucking heresy as well. How's that fucking fair? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it is bullshit. I mean, all I should world always... leaders are definitely born better than mechanicum players if it comes to tabletop because fucking. Hate. I mean, if all I wanted these... to, if I wanted to play on easy mode, I'd always play Gaz. Because <laughs> all he takes is divining blades. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure that normal trooper can have a divining blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an ultramarine special rule. Yeah. Fucking D blade matter. <laughs> but yeah, I hate the idea that it's supposed to be balanced. I would love it if they somehow into the to the sort of scenarios, not the rules, but the scenarios of the game, they introduce more things that make unbalanced games like pro- you know properly lopsided force orgs and all that kind of stuff more appealing for more people to take i love things like rock's drift i love last stands i love ambushes i love like i was looking through some of the old warhammer fantasy battle stuff from like fifth edition and sixth edition warhammer fantasy battle and there's some great scenarios in there that see lopsided and unbalanced armies facing off against each other and i want more of that in the scenarios of the rules for the games so not necessarily your army lists as such although that's part of it but the the actual game that you play the objectives that you've got to achieve need to be lopsided so it becomes easier for a team that is, uh, for a side that's smaller to achieve its objectives as opposed to a side that's much larger in terms of four songs. I'd love all that. I think that's brilliant. So what do you like? Going, we'll shout out this to uh, Michael and Matt because they've been quiet for a little bit. I just want to make sure they're both awake. Although I can make, see <laughs> uh, Matt's doing a Zyphon at the moment. So uh, would you like to see something? Remember back in, I think it was 5th edition, where they started releasing city fights, planetary empires, you know, that kind of thing. Keeping the same rules, maybe, but just bringing in different campaign systems, is that something you would think would work well? Uh, yeah, I think it would. I think what we've been getting in the black books has been quite good. If they go to like quarterly kind of release thing, yeah, I think that would make a great release. A book that was like, Hey, here's a book that has all the special rules for maybe ice worlds, maybe volcanic worlds, or something like that. Maybe yeah, I think that could be quite interesting. Yeah, um, actually, I'd say one of my favourite parts about Book Nine, apart from the Night Lords getting amazing special rules, was the uh, the Thramas campaign um, missions in there. I think there was there was only four of them, but they were really flavourful missions that, that kind of added a new dynamic to the game. Yeah, they need to make some more generic shit, right? Like, oh, someone's gone a bit. Hello? Yeah, but I say someone's gone a bit oh. quiet there. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that it would be great if they could release some more generic stuff. That's not like I know the black books have been historically based around historical stuff, but that's happened in the Heresy. But the, the fourth ed book where they had all the extra campaign stuff. 
yeah. was really good. Like just generic campaign help us help us stuff. Like the city fight expansion was really good. Don't they didn't necessarily need to like lock it into like the specific sort of battle zone that they're talking about. It'd be cool if there was some extra content. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And if it was just more like, missions. Well, here's a six linked mission set for playing a battle inside a ravaged city. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's classic stuff, and it's really good, and it gives yeah. you just wait, more stuff to play through. Like, we're still playing through the original fucking nine books, I guess. So, so you, I think everyone's basically wants uh, smaller changes, but would you be happy to see movement come back in? So, like, how you have four-inch, five-inch, six-inch movements? Would you actually like to see that come back in? Because that's something back in the day and obviously Necromunda's brought Necromunda uses it I don't dislike the idea but I think in Heresy where a lot of armies are Space Marines I don't think it would make that much of an impact (coughs) Hey guys I'll one up you and say what about if you made basically no changes except for well obviously psychic phase and fortifications but and you also on power, power But you also um, made a uh, made it act, uh, back and forth activation rather than full turn. Oh, I'd love that. You, you turn, I turn, more like yeah. Necromunda, where you take going, it, take going it back around to the table. Epic or I don't know if anyone's played Drop Zone Commander, that type of thing. It's absolutely. I would have no problem with that. I, I love the I, idea. Uh, it's much easier to create ambushes or. I think it's much more of a strategic game doing that. So yeah, I would have especially if no problem facing, doing So if that. you turn to face something, then you're exposing your facing to an activation later in the turn. Right? It I, adds even more tactical fucking I ideas. I, I like I the idea. get too complex. If you're playing like a 5,000 point game, yeah, if you're playing 5,000 points and you've got like, yeah, like how many squads and vehicles and that, it's just, like you could use tokens or something, but I think you'd get way too bogged down, I think. I, I think mm. it should be based on force organization chart. So all fast attacks, all my fast attacks go, all your fast attacks go, all my elites go, all your elites go, etc., etc. Mm, that's an interesting. That's probably, yeah, I like that. That that's how um, usually that's how I suggest if you're playing massive apocalypse games that that's what I would do. Does it work? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It works Titanicus right. because it works really well in Titanicus and it works amazingly well in Necromunda, like having. Um, more than two players playing in Necromunda, like having fucking however many. We've played up yeah. to like eight players in a game, you know, like, and it's still st- stayed civilized. Everybody stayed seating, no, like, throwing screwed up pieces of paper at each other or anything. Um, and because you just work out who the fucking rolled the highest initiative, and then you just work clockwise around the table, boom, and then fucking everyone gets an activation, everyone gets an activation. Makes yeah. it, like, super fucking fun, like... Um, but I, I guess maybe, uh, yeah, in playing like smaller games where you have like a fifteen or two thousand point centurion list or something, um, or fifteen hundred point centurion activations could be cool. You could even have like some bullshit where uh, Necromunda style, where if you have a, uh, a Praetor choice or someone who has the Master of the Legion rule, they have a twelve inch bubble where they can activate. Just like an epic, remember an epic thirty? Yeah, epic 30K, yeah, yeah. You can activate a whole brigade. So they would have like a uh, 12-inch bubble and then maybe a, another, like a Centurion-level character would have a 6-inch bubble so they can bring a, along another one squad maybe if they can. 
So, so the so in real life military, they talk about uh, points of command, i.e., a, a command. How many, how many units can a, one person actually command and control on a battlefield? Uh, and they and this kind of settled on three. That's why regiments are, you know, it's what? three Dang. platoons in a company. So a company commander commands three platoons. It's three sections in a platoon. So company a platoon commander commands three sections, and a battalion commander commands three companies, etc. That type of structure, because they think any more than that, and you start to overphase the the human brain. So what mm. you could do is you could introduce something where you need a commander to be able to control free units. And if you don't have enough commanders to control the units, those units that don't have anyone leading them just go into Overwatch. And that's all they can do because they're not getting any orders. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They're proper mushrooms, just kept in the dark and fed on shit. They're just sat there going, right, we'll just shoot anything that comes in front of us. Yeah, or they just can't move. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, they just exactly. can't move. Like, but, yeah, they can just take one action. Like they can move, I've, or they can and not shoot, or they can just shoot. Right. Yeah, I could see so that, be, I mean, but that's, maybe that's taking fundamentally it. changing rules. But yeah, but, you know, if you did it on that sort of principle, you could I've, do something around that. I think where I've, it's how many how many units could you? So you might have an army of fifteen units, which breaks down nicely into three. But you could have an army of seventeen units, and then oh fuck, uh, I can't do anything with these guys at the moment. That could be quite interesting. I don't know. Well, the true answer to that is one giant wedge of companion cavalry. Everybody knows that. (laughs) So, anyway, this is just concentrating on the rules. So, what else do people want to see for 2021? I'd like to see Terminators get a pip of toughness. Ooh, that's a good one. Would you not prefer wounds? No, I think the Legion Terminators should all be two wounds. And I think uh, actual Terminators to just make them a little bit more scary. Yeah, toughness. It... T- so, toughness five not only makes them like fucking, you know, bulk guns wounding them on five pluses, but the best thing about it is it gives them a feel no pain against fucking touch strength nine. So, las cannons, you'll get a five plus feel no pain if you have an attached feel no pain fucking rule set rule thing yeah um yeah. like a, whatever they're called apothecary whatever those gun pig attendants are called just digging out the fucking dna um, yeah. primus medicaid so, yeah, and all that yeah yeah, yeah primus medicaid in a terminator unit getting a five plus feel no pain um against las cannons and and lesser yeah because think about that that's five plus feel no pain against the fucking glaive if you're caught out in the open otherwise a glaive is just going to fucking rock your shit like if you're toughness four no matter how many wounds you've got instant death son yeah. no feel no pain instant death so i don't know yeah, yeah. Tough, tough's, I, a, tough's a good choice pretty good choice i don't pretty think tough... do you think they should just not be weapon skill five or or should they not get like this you know how the veterans get like a whole fucking get to choose a goddamn special rule so who, who are the fucking guys that get in the Terminator armor? They just forget yeah, all that shit? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, I used to hunt once. They're like, no, 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 this is a secret program. Like, you can only, once you've fucking worn this armor, we just, like, mind wipe you after the mission. And they're like, I used to hunt monsters. And they're like, no, you didn't. Look directly into the light. And they just fucking mind wipe them because they're retarded. Like, why? Shouldn't they be, shouldn't they at least have a veteran rule? Because they're the veterans, right? The, the, yeah. Like, I think they should have, like, choose one of these five fucking rules. Or I think they should just come stock. So if they were a shooting Terminator mix, they get a, like, a I don't know. Yeah, but how do you determine that, though? By their loadout. So if, if the squad is, mm. for, you know, if three of a five-man squad are, are armed with um, uh, <laughs> bolt guns, yeah, 
you know, so over 50% are armed with shooting weapons. It's a shooting squad. And so you get this rule. Or if you're all mm-hmm. close combat armed, you get a close combat skill set. Do it that way. So, so just add extra paragraphs to the rules. Just like you know, real simple, real simple. You get uh, I don't know, bolt a drill. Just make two got... squads. Just make a salt. Yeah, just make uh, a fucking squad. Assault. Yeah. Because yeah. like, what's the point of putting like two fucking like I drew a list for terminators because I'm putting some terminators in my shattered legion, some iron hands ones, and I drew this list, and then I realized like. There was like two guys with like just combi boulders, and like, what the fuck's the point of that? Might as well just fucking give them, might as well just give them lightning claws at that point. Like two fucking boulders, yeah, two swindling boulders, fucking useless. You might, as well, you might as well just create two separate squads to make it easier. So, like so actually, yeah. following the work of Gilliman in the Codex, yeah, yeah, but they're ten man. Fucking Gilliman's just like, mm, we could make them ten man, but I'm worried that they'll be used against me. So make them down to five. Yeah, make them so, down to ten. But, but, but we're in the heresy, so we can do 10 man. Yeah, 10 big man, man, man units. Yep. Close, close assault. See, the problem with increasing their toughness, I think, is there's so many psychic powers and stuff that also can increase toughness, or, you know, there's different ways around it. I think wounds is Too just wounds. an easier mechanic. <sighs> I'm all for this, Pete. I'm with you. I'm going yeah. Iron Hands Tommy. So toughness five with neg one strength against them. Fucking is right up my fucking That's exactly why heavy. we don't want it. Oh, heavy bolters? Oh, wounding me on fives, you fucking with your little bitch bolters. Get out of here. Oh, Imperial Fist, you can fire that, shoot them really well. For some reason, you drill with your bolters, unlike the other legions. You just fucking <laughs> just wait till combat to test them. You're like, hey, here's yeah. your bolter. And they're like, what do I do with this? And like, I don't know, we uploaded the fuckload of training to you. Like, you know what to do. And they're like, I've never fired it before. It's not like we drill with the bolters. Imperial Fist, though. Yeah, go shoot a few rounds, mate, and then fucking come back. Yeah, shoot these cats. Yeah, That's shoot these cats so you can can eat them. Shoot yeah. them into the smaller, digestible, oh, like eatable chunks. They're, they're, they're giant cats. You need to shoot them down to little chunks. So we can all eat them. We'll have a party, cat party. That's it. But but more we'll than anything, bolt, we'll call it bolter drill. But everyone knows what bolter drill is code for going behind the sheds on Inwit and fucking just gulping down some cat meat. Fucking fear <laughs> cats. That's where fear cats come from. Yeah. yeah. Inwit. So, but no, more than anything, I want a box. I want a box that's got. They can dress it up however they want, but I want a box. A mystery with... box? Mystery box? <laughs> it could be a mi- no. I don't want a mystery box. I want a, a box that's got box. tactical squad, assault squad, rhino, and character. Done. I would. I wouldn't care if they just did a plastic rhino or one new set of armor and then mixed it in and re-released uh, Mark Three, Mark Four, just so people could buy those models again. I'd be happy with that. Just a get started set. I, I state it constantly to anyone who will listen, which is not many people anymore, but they did the um, Sisters of Battle Rhino, and that's a Deimos Rhino. If it is. just done that without all the fancy stuff on it and let you glue that on separately, they'd have had one done. Yeah. That implies that they already have one ready to go. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> But if they drop a dam- plastic Deimos Rhino and then a plastic Proteus, which is what I've heard, plastic Proteus, fuck, son. Classic oh, models, plastic model revival. Like, they're the two, like, when you think about second ed, everyone had just those basic bitch Rhinos and the fucking, maybe someone had a Land Raider if they were, like, had an older brother. I'd, I'd cry. I'd cry. 
Be so fucking be good. So the problem with the prettiest, they could have a conversion kit to make it into an, a prettiest Achilles. The problem with um, the plastic land right is I've just brought a uh, resin kit to make resin one. So yeah, I... but that doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stop you basking in the fact that you got resin one, Gaz. I mean, your resin like one. A... I think an army needs like at least three land raiders to be a true starting army. So that's, um, I feel like if they did Proteus's, imagine how good it, like when you think about the heresy, like I always imagine just like Marines have enough land, most legions have enough land raiders to carry so many cunts. Why, why not like all get in them and then we'll just, just drive across? Because we can drive off like at Isfahan 5, um, the Salamanders, like 30 of them just drove off like an Imperator Titan. So imagine how fucking insane that is on the battlefield against shit that isn't an Imperator Like, they would just kill a fucking, like, like a shitty fucking uh, Warhound just, like, out of hand. Like, just a few of them. They didn't even, like, bother popping a hatch and firing multi-melders. They just fired just, like, the, everyone fire off to the right. Only fire your right wing. Um, so that's what I want to see on the table is just, like, Land Raider blonde fucking gun pigs. That's my, that's my dream. So, so yeah, Land Raiders are high. Going on to... Uh... Rhinos. Say box sets. Leonard. How much would you be happy to have a starter set? So obviously, if we go off, say Games Workshop, they've got the Battle Forces for forty k, which is roughly about fifty pounds. Remember that those are all changing though. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the, the yeah. I was about to say the Combat Patrol, which is about eighty five pounds. So yeah. which one would you prefer? the price range to be bearing in mind obviously you can get different units but if you're most we've got to say most heresy players are probably veterans so we've got to think that you're probably yes you might be starting a new legion but you're probably going to be adding to your existing legion which one would you prefer 50 or 85 i know the contents is going to be different but you know the same well, what would you rather pay? Say, if they said uh, the £50 is the assault squad, a tactical squad, and some leaders, the £85 is a, maybe two assault squads, tactical, and some leaders, something like that. I think, mm. for me personally, bigger is better. Go with, like, £8,500 mm. set that has, like, you know, 40, 50 dudes in it. But as something to try and get someone into the heresy, a £50 price point is a very, very good price point. Very good price point to put out. Mm. Yeah, so guys, what you want to do, what uh, what they want to do, the ideal thing is it's a box. It has 60 fucking Marines in Mark III. It's called the Mark III Company, and it's just like 60 dudes in three 20-man squads. And then you have enough weapons to make... Two twenty man, a multi melder team, and a ten man last cannon team, or whatever fucking heavy weapon you choose. Obviously, don't go with missile launcher; that's been done already. But like, imagine that, because that's what in the studies, that's what a basic company is. Like, when when you read through most of the legions, that's what it is. It's two twenty mans and another twenty man, but separated into two gun teams, and they might be like tactical support, or they might be fucking, uh, you know, like heavy support. So like but, boom, and then they add extra shit onto that. That that could be a whole box. And then imagine a plastic rapier battery. You get three rapier batteries and six dudes, and you can add that on to your okay. battle I'll, companies. I'll throw battle this company. straight back at you then, Tim. Imagine yeah, yeah. if they turn around and says, "Okay, here's your ten man uh, 
Mark Two Tactical Squad. Here's your mm-hmm. ten, I want 60, though. ten I want man. Ten. I don't want different marks. Yeah, but here's ten man tactical squad, ten yeah. man mark two assault squad, and here's a ten man breacher squad. Would you prefer that? No, that's fucking no. It's just mixed shit. That's just no, mixed shit. All, next all, next all, box right. you do, so all, you do the tactical all company, mark two. Right. The next one you can do can be a sixty man breacher squad. Yeah. That'd be fucking shit hard too. Yeah, Boom, but I'm, all I'm saying breaches. it's all mark two. So if if you want. All you have to do is then just go buy two mark, two boxes. Then you've got 20 tacticals, 20 assaults, and 10, 20 uh, breaches. Yeah, I don't want assaults, though. I just want, like, I just want like basic, just good, honest dudes who just shoot you with bolt guns and keep running at you until they're out of ammo, and then they just start trying to strangle you. Well, they've got bolt pistols and knives, I guess, but once they run out of those, they just, like, <laughs> bash you with their helmet. They pull a helmet off a guy and just, like, headbutt his fucking skull open with their helmet. And then they use that helmet to like smash another dude in the face and shit like that. Just basic dudes. You don't, don't need to get fancy. Look at jump pack. But that, but that could be the next battle company. Is a jump pack battle company. Just style it around. You remember the old like fucking game store like in uh, back in Rogue Trader when you could just buy like a whole company of fucking marines. Boom and just build them however you want. That'd be shit hot. And it'd be like a perfect start of a centurion army if you had sixty dudes like that. Like fucking, that's a sick core. And you can build them in a billion different ways. And then the next box could be breaches. The next box could be assault. Mark II assault. The fucking... We need Mark II assault, but BT dub. Someone's not really agreed good. with that. Yeah, some some hound fucking baited that. The thought of that. Yes, Space Wolf. I agree. Mark II. Yeah, yeah Space Wolf. Do it. Or a Luna Wolf. Um, but yeah, that would be fucking sick as well. But they could, like, you know, who knows? Who knows? Guess what? Human beings are really bad at guessing what Games Workshop's gonna do. Sometimes they'll just crank up. Sometimes they'll just region lock you into your penal colony home homeland and crank up the price. I've got product. I've got to throw this out to uh, Rick because he might be falling asleep. I'm not a falling asleep. <laughs> I think here's my point. Like I think you're more likely to see a box set like how Titanicus is than you will like a start collecting. That's what I think. Like, because I think they classify Heresy now as like <laughs> a lesser version of a specialist game. But you look at all the specialist games, and you get start. You get you know the two player starter set or whatever the hell they call it. And I think that's the first thing they need to do is like, big like, boom, here's a starter set. It's in the store, so customers can come in and see. Because that's the the biggest thing that pisses me off. And like, yeah, I gotta, gotta like, get them into the stores. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I gotta always bite my tongue when someone comes in and they go, "Oh, well, I'll play it with it." goes to ninth or heresy is dead and i'm like look motherfucker heresy ain't dead like don't you fucking she talk that shit in my shop and it's breeze from this fucking rag right now that i'm just producing from my pocket and then just yeah choke them out yeah but i mean obviously to this politely i'm like look man like it's a different rule set like it's not you know it's not 40k it's 30k like it's its own thing but they're like well doesn't have a box and that would be my biggest wish is like have a box that's in the store, so then the customer sees it, and they're like, oh, man, the shit I read on Bell Lost Souls or whatever garbage fucking website about heresy, you know, not being a thing <laughs> is bullshit, you know? And, like, you can sit there and point to it. Because I think that's the biggest misconception, especially in areas where, like, heresy is not a hotbed. Like, they just, I mean, so many people just blindly read what they see online and believe it. They're like, oh, fucking 
they'll lost souls or say it or whoever said this. It's the truth. And it's like, nah, bro. Like, it ain't yeah, the exactly. truth. You yeah. know? Yeah. No idea. Yeah, it's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah, Fojo doesn't fucking say anything anymore. They don't make any, like, public, like, shows of affection anymore on, like, The Weekend or whatever. Like, and there's no, like, secret sneak previews. Like, that was at the height. Of Forge World, they were like sneak previews like every quarter and shit. And you were like, holy shit, like, oh my god, that's coming. And then just like out of nowhere the next week, fucking Night Atropos out of nowhere. Like, we just fucking like made this thing and didn't even show you whips. We're just fucking dropping this bomb. Like, yep. they're fucking dropping all kinds of awesome, fucking amazing shit um, at their height. So, yeah. It's weird how the two, I mean, even though it's one big company, it's weird how. GW and Forge World have kind of flip-flopped, right? Or, you know, like you said, Forge World mm. is always yeah. showing stuff off, giving you tidbits here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And then GW wasn't was the one that wouldn't say shit. And now it's yeah. GW yeah. that's doing, hey, check this out. And Forge World is so mm-hmm. tight-lipped, and it's so weird. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, like I've said... They used to be the best at comms. Yeah, they were, like, yeah. the only part of the company that was actually doing comms, basically. And we would, like podcasting like weekly about like every fucking new thing because there's new new unit new shit every mm. fucking week almost um yeah. so and when, when there wasn't something from forge world like you were like whoa there isn't something how strange that's fucking weird nothing to talk about this week like oh we'll have to make up some crazy yeah. shit yeah um so yeah it was like that that was the heyday it's crazy that it's sort of like totally gone off the rails to like nothing and and, and now they, they there's no weekend they don't like show pictures on their website. They don't have, even have their own website anymore. Like the only sort of this is an official fucking Games Workshop podcast. But I've never heard yeah. any. I don't remember heresy people being on it that much, right? Was the news on there once, maybe? Yeah, I think, yeah. News was on there once, and I think that's it. And I mean, you see minimal coverage in White oh, Dwarf. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just. I think yeah. it's a testament to the community, like you know how they basically kept this game alive when by all. By all intents and purposes, it could have died with like the lack of you know stuff coming out for a while and the lack mm. of you know just knowledge. Like what I said before, you know when the big thing I think that hurt it was when they changed. You know, Ace came out, and I you know from what I heard, the mandate was like to the two Forgeal guys there. They're like, "Yo, Holmes, like you ain't touching Heresy. Convert all these rules over to Eighth Edition. Then when you get all this done, then you can play with Heresy." And it was in such like a limbo state. Where they just could have come out and been like, hey, like, we're going to have to sit tight with Heresy for a while. We're working on some other stuff. Carry on using your 7th edition rule books. Eventually, you're going to get an Age of Darkness rule book. Like, you know, be forthright with yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit if of they wanted, well, yeah. That's the thing. If they wanted to move to Aether, maybe they should have, like, told Forge World what was the fuck was going on, right? Like, earlier. Yeah. So that they yeah. could have, like, all dropped a united front and everyone fucking all moving to eight this is the fucking direction of the company this is what's happening but instead what drills like still working on these books like that fires of Syraxis or whatever yeah. for a fucking edition that games workshop mainstream whatever you want to call fucking call them to some dudes in the show at nottingham uh they're changing the fucking edition so you've just like we're just gonna fuck we're the whole fools. thing up yeah. leave yeah. everything in limbo and then just totally fuck the community because everyone's like well what the fuck's happening like Fucking craziness. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like they just, oh, I don't know, just weird. They just, it's weird to see them just go from being like the best part of the company to just like n- not ever hearing anything about it or what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, at least it's nice like that we're still, you know, for a while it was dead, but now at least we're getting a decent amount of models and obviously we got 
a new book and that's nice. But like, you know, we talked about earlier, the biggest thing is a starter set in the stores to show people, like, yeah. hey, man, like, you know, this is it. This is the thing right here. And I think sometimes, I mean, you know, all of this doesn't get me in trouble. I think sometimes GW views heresy as a as a competitor to 40K, but I think it's it's two different things right now. Like, 100%. I look at I look at Old World coming back, right? Old World and, you know, Warhammer Fantasy and Sigmar are nothing alike. You can have both. Heresy and 40K, sure, they say the same universe 10,000 years apart, but you can have both. Like, they don't necessarily cannibalize from each other. Yeah, no, it's fucking weird, right? It's, it's two completely different fan bases with two completely yeah. kind of mindsets. Like, we're all about the narrative and the real hardcore hobby, whereas 40K is more about... Uh, from my perspective, not being in that community at the moment, like uh, n the very competition-focused play and keeping yes. up with the meta and that sort of thing. So it's it's two completely different streams for two completely different markets. I think so. I think and that's just the mainstream. That's just the mainstream of what 40k and fantasy always were. Like they were always competitive. Like the main, if you wanted to play with a with a diverse player group, which is what you want, because then you're always playing against different shit. You go to yeah. the bigger events, but all the bigger events are always competitive. Yeah, like not narrative. Just, be, and fair enough, because you know what? That's the easiest fucking way to run an event. You just fucking like say, hey, this software is running the event. You put all of the onus on the software to do everything, and then you just like go, okay, cool, dust in my hands. Best players play best players. That's the best way to determine who's the best. And then just like, doom, give an award at the end. That's a fucking easy format. Like, fuck. Like, do you know what's even easier? Fucking running, like, a heresy event. Like, you don't need a laptop. You don't need any fucking shit. You just get people to play however many games they feel comfortable. You tally the fucking points at the end, and you tell them, like, oh, guess what? The fucking planet has fallen! Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fucking way easier. Like, why don't you just do it that way? But, yeah, no, no one ever seems... They always talk about how, um, you know, oh, there is narrative 40K. Well, where are they? Where are these huge events? I, I would fucking go and play in them. I've still got Necrons, but I've never ever fucking seen a fucking narrative 40K event. You go to a narrative 40K event, even if they write that, you're going to play against Triple Riptide, which is when I quit the fucking hobby of 40, 40K playing, which is when, the, when they said, everyone take, they, they published a player's pack that said, please take soft lists, and then fucking the guy who won the biggest prize... Was the guy who had three riptides in his army. So I was like, hmm, okay, no cool. Well, you can suck a fuck, you fucking fools. Like, you manage to trick yourselves into thinking that it's narrative, but really it's not. Like, that's crazy enough. To be fair, so I think the Warhammer will do a good job of that, where you're, you get obviously points for winning, you get points for doing your objectives, but you also get kind of at times by how many favorite uh, votes you get. So you could win all your games and lose, be behind someone who's won one game but got a uh, favorite game vote. And he kind of pushes people not to be... Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. GW have a great way of doing that, to be fair. So when you look at the person who wins the their events normally, it's someone who's got, you know, top marks for sportsmanship, which is something we always want anyway. So on top of uh, box sets or some rules changes, in terms of the rest of the year, uh, I want more Siege of Terror books to come out so I can finally find out what twists and turns are going to happen. Pre-order this week, special edition Mortis. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Company plug right there. Mm. 
so I want more. I want all the Primark books to come out. You know, do you know what the spoiler alert, Pete? Do you want to know what the rumor I've heard about the tarot books? Go on. The rumor I've heard is that the Emperor is in the Cabal. <gasps> Mind blown. Mm. Wow. He is the yeah. Cabal. So, so he, he... That's just what a witch told me. I must, like, I got a fortune. Yeah. Like, so the Emperor was working against himself the whole time. This whole time. Fucking... He's the real chaos follower. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd like the, the the other, what is it, four more books after this Alpha Legion one. I really can't wait for the Horus, the actual Horus the Warmaster um, book. Horus yeah. That'll be amazing. Um, yeah, I'd like more stories in the setting. I'd like them to go back and flesh out some of those Black Library parts. Um, uh, and loads of cool new artwork. Definitely what i'm after yeah poster sized artwork that you can get laminated and stick in your garage and shit yeah You're like yeah fucking angron is a savage that's it more yeah, like the, yeah the old cover artwork they used to do those um what a3 posters of the artwork i wish they yeah. brought those back yeah <laughs> be you, amazing you've got some of them haven't you uh, i think we've got a couple i think do, uh, do you know how might have one of do you see uh, people on Horacy Housey trading trying to get hold of them? The money they will pay. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I saw like um, some of those posters up for a hundred pounds each or something. Yeah, and some of them so, you can still wow. get at Warhammer World. If you go to Warhammer World, you can still buy them. And people oh, wow. offering to buy them for a hundred pounds. I think surely a trip yeah. to Nottingham is cheaper for that. Yeah, when it's open. Because we got all. We got all those framed. I can't wait to get my own place and I can have those up on the wall. But I got all those ones framed up and just hiding in a cupboard so they don't get sun damaged or anything. They're like my prized possessions. Kid, I grab those damage. and I grab the kids out of bed. Yeah. Kid damage or cat damage? So there's a house fire. Grab the posters. What about the kids? Uh, they'll be right. I'll fucking figure out this smoke. The posters aren't going <laughs> to yeah, run out of the house themselves. Yeah. If he dies, yeah, the Isfan 5 one is fucking sweet. I've got that Isfan 5 one on my wall here. Oh, in a, in a, frame here it's fucking shit hot shit hot yeah so so that's what i'd like and uh i'm sure some of it will come true yeah but even if there was just a little bit more communication from forge world about what's going on i'd appreciate that too yeah even though it'd be nice yeah absolutely so maybe i of horse are hoping to get on the uh forge world little you know, podcast thing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. For 2021, I want to see I Horus, Tim and Michael win hobby champion medals, uh, <laughs> or whatever. What is it? Hobby hero or whatever it's called. What have Community heroes. Hero. Uh, yeah. No. Let's all vote for you guys. So, we get that, that mum. Like, they'd see our names and just be like, "No, fuck these guys." <laughs> we're having a about. fucking laugh are these guys having a fucking laugh yeah no, <laughs> no. But yeah um, but we'll, I'll tell you what we might do though is um, have you heard that Warhammer uh, 30k channel guy 30k mm-hmm. channel yeah and how he's moving out here 
Is he? Oh, no. Not here, but to, to, uh, he's moving to... Um, yeah, most eastern state, New Zealand. Yeah, that, that, those guys who are under our control, the New Zealand uh, country, just, just across the Dutch. It's in your constitution, isn't it, for them to join? Uh, no, we offered it. No, they can fuck yeah. off. We offered it to no, it's them. Still and we offered it to... Oh, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. open. Your constitution is open to allow New Zealand to join you. Oh shit! They we offered. We, we, we offered like back in the in 1901. We offered it to uh, like Fiji and some other countries as well. Yeah. They were like, no. We're like, all right. See you then. How's that working out for you? No fucking kangaroos, mate. If you want kangaroos, <laughs> come back. And fuck, but until then, you ain't getting any of our marsupials. Tell us in 15 years when you're under the sea, Fiji. On your dumb islands, enjoy your birds, enjoy your diverse bird species and ground birds and stuff. No marsupials for you. Rising sea levels. Yeah, New Zealand's not even like part of a continent. They're just like, they all have got his birds. There's shit that flew there. It's just rocks. It's just rocks, (laughs) yeah. Uh, But yeah, so he's moving down there and he's going to come across to Australia and do videos. So we might have to go down to Sydney or wherever, depending on COVID, I guess. Get on the 30K channel, play some games. Yeah. Don't know if he's bringing all his bags of rocks and shit. But... <laughs> he does, he does like a rocky battlefield. Wonder <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing all the bit, like, bags, bags of slate and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, we do have lots of ro- Well, it's New Zealand. It's just fucking rocks. That's all it is. Rocks and birds. And, be, and some insects. To be fair, though, you're doing your... You're doing a great job of uh, doing your videos anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah stream. 2021, more live streams. More Eye of Horus live streams. Done. Yeah. yeah. Michael has to get... Michael has to beat me now to get on the pity list. I beat you yesterday. That was at Mum's house, though. That wasn't on the garage. Oh, what? Okay. All right. Mum's house right. has different rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done. All right. There. But guys, thanks very much for coming on the show. I think we're probably culminated there. So it's late for you, and it's early for the Americans, and it's fine for yeah. us. So <laughs> it's the nicest part of the day, tally her. That's it. <laughs> I do have to go do a bit of hunting. So, uh, <laughs> right, hunting so for I'm bits. Gonna, I'm gonna go. So yeah, thanks very much for coming on. It's been a real honor and privilege to have you. Thanks for having uh, us. Talk to us. So yeah, it was awesome. Great, yeah. Thanks, uh, guys. Rick, you have to come on our show now and yep. fucking talk shit. Yeah, so. Oh, bugger, shit. I've just dropped something. Uh, but yeah, we should all try to do a uh, a push for uh, Isfan 5. Get yep. people painting Isfan 5 armies. Yeah, dude, I'm building an Isfan 5 table. I'm going to fucking. Uh, still concept- conceiving it, but I've got a mat and everything. Fucking super dark mat. Make some and doing Ergal Depression shit. Ergal Depression table. Nice. Model up some of the shit from the book. If you look in book two and three, there's like special terrain and stuff, black sands, fucking mind guys and shit like that. You know, just like a marine, and they just come to, let's go fucking like get his gene seed, and they turn him over, and it's like, oh, he's on a tank mine. <laughs> that sort of shit. Maybe Fuck, that, yeah. that's Imagine what that Centurion will get when he tries to nick a uh, power sword. Oh shit! It's yeah. a crack grenade. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. So once I've done that, then we can play. We'll, Michael and I can stream some uh, Isfan Five games. Nice. Because I'll have yeah. the Salamander's Iron Hands, and Michael will have his Empress Children to try and like hunt me down, and cut my heads off. We'll hunt you down. Me and Pete need to look forward to going to uh, Australia to play one of your games in the future. Yeah. 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 Well, by that time, guys- basically, we'll win the lottery and have our Eye of Horus world like set up in a warehouse. <laughs> Yeah. Once the economy is completely crumbled due to COVID, uh, we'll finally like um, basically like um, what's it called? Like commercial space will just be so cheap that we'll be able to just buy like a huge fucking shed or something and then just have all these like tables all set up in a bar and then just like, boom, I Horace will come to Australia. We'll play in just games because we just live at the bar and play games against people. And there'll, and there'll be some fight club style be? bunks in the basement yeah. so you can just stay there. Yeah, and if you guys come out, we'll just take, like, fucking whatever those pills were that the Wehrmacht used to take to stay up for, like, fucking 70, 70 uh, hours at a time. Just you play, mean like, endless campaigns? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's what I want to do. Like, imagine having a... Remember, Michael, like, the great, one of the fucking best things we ever did was when... We were, back in the 90s, Games Workshop... Don't say it. Don't say it. Well, well, hold on. Let me get there. Games Workshop, the, the first Games just Workshop ever in our city... Was across from like a little shitty like uh, food food. Was it called food court? Like a shitty food court. But on the other side was yeah. a time zone, so we would go oh, in gosh. to yeah. Games Workshop and look at all the shit and hang out and be like, "Whoa, new Minotaurs for fucking sixth edition fantasy or whatever." And then like, "Yeah, cool." And then like, go and then we'd be like, "Oh shit, it's almost eight thirty. Time for the lock in." And we go to time zone, which was just all like gaming machines, and to play a lock in where you can play as long as you want and all machines are free. But we did that at I of Horus World where we all take amphetamines and then we just have like a tw- it's a lockout fucking campaign. So you go smash out and the whole point of it is to smash out as many games as possible and be and, and get the score you're after. So you just like have just like a rare like just a you know, whatever it is, three day lock in where you just play non stop back to back campaign we have shop games. Fellas to keep everybody away. Yeah, everyone has to just bring like yeah, as much Adderall as they want. Yeah. Yeah. Adderall is safe meth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so on that note. You could do it without the amphetamines, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's uh, no fun. I'm going to go save some money then. Yeah, man. <laughs> my, right, my thanks, speed dude. induced yeah. Australian trip. <laughs> wow. Imagine how much weight you'll lose. Like, you'll fucking feel really good after that. It's like a cleanse. (laughs) (laughs) The deep cleanse. After lockdown, this is pretty much the the only thing that's going to keep you guys sane is if you come down and then just play, like, meth-induced games. Because, like, (laughs) that's what they used to give to, like, kamikaze pilots, right? So you can just, like... Yeah, imagine how real those games will feel. Imagine the narrative (laughs) that you'll forge by the end of that. Especially when you're getting to, like, 80 hours... And just yeah. like, oh man, one more attack, one more attack. If I 20 nil you, we can turn the tide. So do that and then do some slow mo from uh, Mega City One and just yeah, exactly. savor the moment. Trees <laughs> yeah. Right, but seriously, on that note, I'm getting bored of talking to you all. So. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking 2.30 here, so good day. Good yeah, day, man. So. All right, so thanks very much for coming on the show. Rick, lots of love to your mum. Love Bye. you. Yeah. Uh, if anyone else wants to say hello to Rick's mum, feel free. Uh, I feel yeah. like that's rude, but okay. Not yeah, rude he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Not in Australia, <laughs> we wouldn't do that. We don't play yeah. like that. Yeah, it could be worse. Our mother's <laughs> down here. 
Yeah. Well, I'm nice to. We're nice to British mothers, and we're nice to <laughs> Swedish mothers, and we're nice to Canadian mothers and Australian mothers. Um, and we're nice to everyone's mother, aren't we, Rick? Oh, you're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> you're the highlight of my day every day. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks very much to Michael and Tim for coming on the show. Uh, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Thank you. And then it's recording now. Got all my stories out now. <laughs> That's it. Tim's moonshine. done. I got a bottle of Tasmanian moonshine right here. I'm gonna start drinking. Why are we all steps, by the way? I have no idea. Who's done that? What's that? It says it's together mode at the top. Okay. I don't know. Who's Why are sitting on like a stone bonsai? <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah, I can, uh, this is like some cyberpunk fucking dystopian <laughs> shit. I can see yeah. like half of Gaz, and then like his, I can see his left half and half of his face, and then his right arm is just flickering and out of existence, and half his yeah. face isn't even there. And then I can just see like just Pete's head and nothing else. Now I can see his hand, now just his head, and I can see most of Michael. I think I it, it, you remember Back to the Future. That's Literally, what's happening with me. See, I just see Gaz. <laughs> oh, now Ish. I just oh. see... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Matt's just appeared. Glue and stuff. <laughs> I was like, wow, Build, okay. Building world, yes. <laughs> this is a great start to the show, by the way. Yeah. So who... Oh, you're recording. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, tell another story then, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Racing. Do you want to start then, Gaz? Yeah, just carry on. It's recording. So. Oh, Michael, I was telling them about how, um, just before you came on, about how like we went to the um, museum, Intelligence Museum. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. How that dude, like, we managed to just bring up Operation Paperclip. Yeah, he was fully into it. He was just like, oh, yeah, it was like the greatest thing. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, sir. Yeah. yeah. And then I asked him, and then he talked, to, and then he brought up one of on Braun, and I'm like, did you see if his measurements are in centimeters or imperial or fucking metric? And he's like, oh, no, no, you're I asking him, was all of his work in German? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I asked if it was in German or English. And then I was going back up with, like, and was it, did you see any of the measurements or anything? But yeah, he was like, oh, it's too far away to see, really. I'm like, what the fuck's the point of putting gloss over the top if you can't walk up and, like, look at the shit? Yeah, dude. When I go back there next year, I'll see, if I can get him. I'll see if I can get him into some, like, uh, con- confrontational, like, conversations yeah, and really get to the bottom of his belief system. Dude, dude, fucking bring up all the gold in the Philippines. I guarantee <laughs> you he knows about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, a big thing. Dude, he's the sort of dude that we could get to find it for us. He'd just be yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, track it down, nerd. Like, he's got little files. He's got, like, terabytes of fucking just, like, just, crazy was intelligence. Was he just, like, a remembrancer, was he? Was he just, like, yeah. the, yeah. the yeah, guy that he is. runs in, the museum? Yeah, in the yeah. army, we basically have a remembrancer corps. If you become, like, some super old dude who they need to retire, you can join this elite corps of, like, dudes who run museums. And that's basically this dude's job. He's bit, he told us he enlisted in 1978. And I know that he started off as a soldier. And he went all the way, was the core RSM at one stage, then transferred over to be an officer. Now he's a captain, and now he runs the museum, and that's just his entire job. Fucking good man. Yeah, yeah he was cool, man. He taught us, taught us all this fucking shit. I was like, ooh, very yeah. interesting. Because he had a whole bunch of information about Longtown, too, that he said he mm. only just got. Do you remember what he was talking about? Uh, it was about the actual weapon systems, I think, that they used to initiate that contact in the whole mm. battle. Oh, really? In the... In the and the radio thing too, because apparently there's a whole heap of the story that not many people know that like they had a whole lot of S2s go through the place and one dropped the ball. And the next one, the two, three was just like, something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. And a week before it happened, he just was like medically sick and left and just was, got the fuck out of town and just left some like corporal in charge. And he's just like, some oh, fucking air force guy. There's like some air force guy, right? Yeah. And then they followed, um, this, this radio came in, like the SIGINT dudes were picking up some radio, and they're like, oh, shit, send, like, a patrol out there to find it. And they couldn't find anything. And then it came back three weeks later. And they're like, oh, it's that same radio again. And that's when the battle kicked off because it was, like, that whole regiment moving in. And, and this was just... against the emus, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, Viet, the Viet emus. <laughs> I watched that Danger Close movie. It's quite good. Oh, it's interesting. That, that one's the long tan one, isn't it? Yeah, so... What I always find amazing is because uh, you guys wear the same rank insignia as us. Mm. So, like, or you did. So, watching that film, it was like, ah, that could have been us. We could have been there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we still yeah. do. Just classic colonials. Mm. Yeah, I used to be a member of that uh, battalion and we used to wear the citation for that unit. And my next door neighbor's actually a veteran of that battle. Fucking hell. But was that yeah. the guy from uh, Home and Away? He was in that battle, wasn't he? In the story, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know Home and Away. Fuck off. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, we, what nobody watches Home and Away in Australia. It's the only thing we make to export, like Fosters and Home and Away. We just make it so we can fuck it up. Uh, Quigley Down Under. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think that was even. I don't think Married that was even filmed in Australia. Australia. That's good. 
Rick's going to go uh, on Married and First Sight America. It's going to be good. Let <laughs> me get him. Well, that shows, yeah, that shows utter trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to watch it. Yeah, so is Rick. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, right, shall we start? Yeah. Like I say, yeah. that's start five then. minutes and 38 seconds of quality material there. <laughs> I go in the as, an, as an outtake at the end. Okay, so. Unless it was something fucking offensive. Okay. <laughs> that whole show is offensive. <laughs> uh, yeah. To, to someone's eardrums. So. Right. 